Hi, beautiful sisters. This is Sasha from South Beach. You are the moon of my life. That is all I know and all I need to know. And if it is a dream, I'll kill any man who tries to wake me. Love you, sisters. Hi, sisters. This is Mary leaving my tagline. If you think this has a happy ending, you haven't been paying attention. Hello, sisters. It's Bunny from New York. I'm calling in to leave my tagline. It's a quote from Sansa Stark. Oh, there are none. All right, can't wait for the podcast. Bye. Hey, sisters, this is Alex, the tax man, first of his name from Memphis. Chaos isn't the pit. Chaos is a ladder. Only the ladder is real. The climb is all there is. Hi, sisters and the Sister Speak family. This is Tammy from New Jersey. Oh, Vicerion. Regal. Oh, fuck. Hi, everyone. This is Christine from the UK, and you are listening to the Sister Speak podcast, Game of Thrones. A man is not Jack and Magar. He is no one. Hey, this is Ceci from Georgia. Oh, a monster? You should speak to me more softly then. Monsters are dangerous and kings are dying like flies. Noble lords and ladies of Fan, you have the pleasure of being in the presence of J and K of the House Sister, the first of their name, the unhurried, occasionally inebriated queens of podcast, Khaleesi's of exuberant cachinations, breakers of long-ass emails, and mothers of long-ass podcasts. Hey sisters, this is Orande calling from Detroit. The Sister Speak family can be a bit like the free folk loyal to their own. Hi, this is Joy from Southern California. Cersei, the Mountain, Walder Frey, Marin Trant. People who leave their blinds open at night, don't wash their hands after using the restroom, and leave long-ass emails. This is Brother Ray from St. Louis. Did you dare rate the Sister Speak podcast? That's a five stars. You... That's Jamie fucking Lannister. Hi, this is Jackie from Silicon Valley. The night is dark and full of terrors. If you don't punctuate your long-ass letters. You are listening to the Sister Speak Nation with Sister Jay Lannister and Sister Kate Targaryen. I'm Robert from the Bay Baratheon, and I pledge my life and honor to the Night's Watch for this night and all the nights to come. And now my watch begins. Welcome to Sister Speak Game of Thrones, where we discuss season five of the HBO series Game of Thrones from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode 34. Let's get started. Okay. All right. Welcome, everyone. We are here to talk about season five of Game of Thrones, episode three, titled... Hi, Sparrow. Yep. And this was a pretty good episode. I like this episode a lot. I liked it. I did too. I liked it a lot. Uh, uh, Yeah, I liked it a lot. I did too. Okay. Okay, so where do we want to go first, Sister J? Well. Well, first you need to talk about your beverage of the week. Oh, my liquor? Your liquor. Okay. Um, 
as some, some people probably already know, if you've been at our Facebook page, for this week, uh, 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 adult beverage, I changed it up a little bit from the Three-Eyed Raven, and I was drinking Miravelle Rosé, which is a really pretty decent bottle of wine. It's a, it's a blush wine uh, but made by the Jolie Pitt and Perrin uh, Distillery. Oh. Yeah, so that's, that's Angelina good. Jolie and Brad Pitt. Yeah, and so it's good? Yes, I enjoyed it a lot. And oh. the bottle's really pretty, too. Oh. So I'm keeping the bottle. I'll make a lamp out of the bottle. But anyway, um, and it was good. I liked it. Nice. So that's what I had. Okay. All right. So now where do you want to go? Well, you ask me that every single episode. And yeah, I, and why don't you have no shit ready to talk, say? I, I always know. give you the same answer every single episode. Start at the beginning. What was the beginning? Arya well, go ahead. and Jack Ann. Okay. So, you know, she's she's looking kind of salty and pissed because, <laughs> <laughs> because she's inside this house of, the house of black and white and she's sweeping the floor. Yep, and she it got looks, to do manual labor. Yeah, and what it looks like is a big, huge, empty building, but it's got doors like like everywhere, everywhere, kind of like almost like in a circular motion, uh, 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 a movement, but not exactly. But anyway, but there's this big, huge pond right yeah. in the center of the floor, Ooh, or something. It's a little pond right in the center of the floor. It doesn't have a, a fountain in it, but otherwise it'd be like, you know. It's got water. Yeah, it's, it, it's filled with water. Well, there's cute-ass Jackin. And Jackin is sitting on the edge. Giving this man some well, water. Well, this man, it, first of all, I didn't understand it, but the man is whimpering. So it's like he's in, I, I didn't know if he was scared or in pain or what. I think... Uh, uh, now that I've seen the whole scene and everything, I think he was in pain. I think he was in, huh. in pain. That's what I think. But anyway, Jackin takes his bowl and scoops out some water from the pond and gives it to the man. And the man kind of looks at him, in my opinion, a little fearful. But, you know, Jackin is so calm. Then he just kind of looked at him and he took the water and he drank. Well, he said, Valar Margolis. Which then, means all men must die. And then and then Jackin said Valar de Harris. Yeah. All men must serve. So Yep. Yeah, I didn't know what that was supposed to be either. But I didn't take it like the man was scared. I took it like this was his next phase of maybe this was a ritual or something. Well and obviously it is, yeah. Well, but my thought was, you know, what if it's a ritual to see if you were pure and you were trying to go your way and your way if you weren't totally right was death. See, no. I didn't take it like that at all. This is, this is what I interpreted it to be. I interpreted it to be that Jackin was helping the man onto his uh, uh, next face because yeah. that's a part of their fate. Because I, I, the man looked like a homeless person. He looked dirty and grimy. His clothes were not the best clothes. So I took it like he was in pain, maybe sick, mm-hmm. and Jackin was helping him. To ease the pain because he's he's going to that next phase, of, uh, which is after death. That's the way I interpreted that. And especially because after Jackin gave the man the drink, he got up and went in one of those doors. And the man kind of knelt down and was praying. And, and Arya's still sweeping the floor. Next thing we know, 
here come two other. He laid out. Yeah, here come two other people out of one of those other doors, and they're all dressed the same. These little look like little sackcloth. Yeah, dresses. And they pick him up. And they pick him up. Well, uh, during that time, also before the dude actually dies, Arya goes up to Jack and is like, "Okay, I've been sweeping this damn floor for." couple days now yeah she said several days i didn't come here for this i came here to be your apprentice mm-hmm. and he says um valardo harris all men must serve basically <laughs> and especially a face a name a face a faceless man has to serve most of all mm-hmm. and then he says a man teaches a girl I like the way he talks yeah and she's like well i'm here to serve he's like you're here to serve yourself mm-hmm. a girl wants to serve herself here we serve the many-faced god Mm-hmm. And so he's asking them, okay, which one is that? You got this one, we got that I one. thought it was interesting, the one she named, she named the Weirwood tree. Now, that's where Bran's at. Well, that's all the different... Right, but what I'm saying is... So he says there's only one God, a girl knows his name, mm-hmm. and all men know his gift. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea what that means. Well, I think it means that there's, like, here's a particular order, they believe in one God. Because as you know, out in out in the country, out in the realm, in the seven kingdoms, they got gods plural. Right, seven. Seven gods and everything. So that's the way I took that. Yeah. So um, when they're carting that man off, there's another girl there that looks like she's a little bit older than Arya, mm-hmm. but she's wearing the same kind of clothes, got the same kind of haircut. And Arya is asking her where they're taking him, and she doesn't answer her. Uh-huh. So then later we see. I think that's pretty cool because that's the way religious people do when you're in them yeah, orders and stuff. Anyway, so the girl, um, excuse me. So Arya later on we see her in the bed looking at her coin, <coughs> and the door opens and that girl comes in there and she just asks, starts asking her, "Who, Who are, are you? you?" And Arya doesn't say nothing at first. <laughs> and the girl says, "Who are you? You came in here with a coin that you didn't earn. Mm-hmm. Who are you?" And Arya says, "I'm nobody." And so the girl hits her with a stick, I guess. <laughs> and so she keeps asking Arya, and she keeps hitting her. Arya's getting pissed. She's like, "Oh, I'm gonna show you who I am." <laughs> she said, "Do that again, and I'll I'll show you." And so she grabs needle, and right when she's about to grab needle, here comes Jackin. Well, he disappears. Right. You don't hear and no so, door open, no you, nothing. That's what I was telling he you. He just appears. Sister J, if you recall, the season he was on, mm-hmm. we had this long discussion. Yeah, remember, we did. About how he must be magical mm-hmm. because his ass was up somewhere and she went to go get some water down somewhere else and there he was. There he was. Already. Mm-hmm. And you laughed at me at that point. Just wanted to tell you that. <laughs> so... So and <laughs> so I'm saying I'm, I'm just making you mm-hmm. recall. Well, so I didn't hear no door or nothing. So I know. So he's like, "What are y'all doing?" And the girl says, "We're playing the game of faces." <laughs> and he said, "This was so funny to me because it's just like kids, yeah, you, getting you, caught, yeah, getting caught. Uh, we just playing." And he and says, so he "A says, girl's not ready for that. A girl is not ready." And the girl, the, the little girl, says, "Clearly not." <laughs> Funny. I did too. And Arya's like, "Yes, I am. I'm ready. I'm ready." But see, so then, Arya's so she, she's still in the warrior mode. Yeah. Well, and see, Jack had noticed, and I thought this was interesting too, because she really wasn't ready. Because no. he told her, "Oh, what is all that?" It sure is funny that a girl 
with no name has a lot of Arya Stark's things. No, what he did is he named the stuff. He says, oh, what is this? Arya Stark's clothes. What is this? Arya Stark's well, this, Arya Stark's that. No, he said something like, it, he says, for a girl with no name, you sure have a lot of Arya Stark stuff. How did you come to have all of Arya Stark mm-hmm. stuff if you're a girl with no name? Basically, you need to get rid of all this shit because you ain't Arya no more. That's what he was telling her. Yep. So then she had to go out. She And I guess that's the only place that got the berry shit, which is in the water. Well, they're surrounded by water. So, so that's the very next scene. You see her wrapping up her shit with a big old rock. And they're going to go down and sink into the water. Mm-hmm. Throwing her money pouch away. <coughs> throwing away her um, Bravosi coin. I don't know if I would have thrown away that money pouch. So <laughs> I, I think I might have hit that with needle. I think so, because you know, that was this some silver. was so good. Because when she's looking at Needle, and she's looking at the water, and she starts crying a little bit, and you just, oh, you feel it all in her face. Yeah. I thought that was good. She ain't really ready, ready yet, because she is not trying to get rid of Needle. Well, I can't blame her ass after all that she's been through. First of all, she knows back. her brother gave her that. Yep. Rob gave her that. No, it was John. Or, excuse me, John gave her that. Yep. You know, I mean, and she already done... Lost everybody else. Done seen her uh, her oldest brother killed with a direwolf head on him and stuff. So, so. she goes and hides Needle. I, I don't blame her, though. In some rocks. I think there's going to be some repercussions for that, though. Well, me too. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to find it. Yeah. She ain't that sneaky. Nope. But I, I get why she did it. Because yeah. I would have had a hard time with that shit, too. Mm-hmm. So then we see her sweeping again. <laughs> and we see these people... Carting off another body. Mm-hmm. So it looks like she's about to go into the room where they're taking the body and Jacken appears. And so he, he kind of like shushes her. So I'm like, oh, what is this about Jacken? So he walks her into the room with the body and the other girl. And then he just smooth Jack, walks straight on, clean out the other side of the Joe room. And left her there. So the other girl starts washing the body and taking the clothes off. And so she does the same. And so she asks the girl, well, what do we do with it once we clean it? And the girl didn't say nothing. And that was all we see of Arya and Jacken. So what do you think, what, why do you think they was doing that? You know, I started thinking, what if these people who are dying are the faces that they're taking on? Mm. Not literally, like, but what if these people have to die and it's the process and those are the different faces that Jacken's using as a faceless man to transform himself? That people have to, maybe these people have to die in order for them to take on their faces and their huh. persona. That was one thought I had. I didn't think about it that way. Just What did you think then? Well, like I said, I, I look at on it like more of a religious order thing. And I think because of the way the people are, uh, who are in the House of Black and White are dressed, are dressed like little monks, very minimal clothing and everything, um, no shoes. And the, it seems to me that the people that they are tending to are dressed even more ragged than that. You know what I mean? So I think these are individuals who come there like, you know, maybe that's, that's their little last, they know that that's their little last times, you know, alive and stuff, kind of like a hospice, but not, not exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because of the washing of the body and stuff. I mean, th- that shows respect for the the yeah. body. So, I don't know. I just looked, looked at it like it was a, a religious type 
uh, a ceremony. I didn't, but you know that's a good theory. I I guess we'll find out. And especially out. because of 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 so much focus toward the end of the episode on the high sparrow in that whole storyline. Hmm. So anyway, but that's what yeah, I thought. I don't I mean, know. I could be wrong, but that's what I thought. I don't know, but it's interesting. Mm-hmm. And I wish we had more time and, you know, right. with them. Because that, that I'm really wanting to see this storyline move along a little bit. It yeah. seems like they're going kind of slow yeah. with it. And I kind of want to see, okay, where how, what's going to happen? How's she going to learn? <laughs> Where's her training starting? And okay. what's she going to learn? Yeah, what's you know? she going to learn? Who's this chick beating her upside the head? <laughs> you know? <laughs> So that was all we saw of her. Um, do you want to let's go to let's go to the let's go to my favorite part. Oh Lord. Marjorie and the wedding. But no oh, okay. wait a minute, not so much the wedding, but Marjorie's encounter with Cersei. Seriously? Man, we gotta get <laughs> Woo! That was the best part of the whole episode. But we gotta get through the wedding first. So after this scene, we hear we Church see Bell. Sir we, uh, yeah, we hear Church Rose, but we see Cersei, she's in that little Royal carriage thing where men are carrying her that litter, yeah, litter thing, and all the towns of people are lined up on the street yelling, Marjorie, Marjorie. Oh, you had to see it her was, face crack. Her, her face, her was, face was cracked. She was, she, she was like, mm. and she shut her little window. She shut the curtains on the window. Yeah, I mean, but they was yelling, Marjorie, Marjorie. Because she's been campaigning. Since Joffrey was still around, exactly to change the perception of their royalty, they know how mm-hmm. to rule. Mm-hmm. Whether it's true or not that they care about people, they act like they care about people. Exactly. You know? So then we hear the <laughs> that wedding, was good. the wedding vows, and their arms get uh, tied together, mm-hmm. and they are married. Tom and, and Marjorie, and oh, but Tom and kisses her though, and, and you could tell his little hormones were just going raging. Cersei <laughs> is looking off like, oh, uh huh. But she got to be, but she, hey, play. she has to smile, and Marjorie looking at her too, just grinning. Mm-hmm. So then we see Mar, uh, excuse me, Toman and Marjorie in the bed. Ah, that was hilarious. And he though. just looks so puny, so cute though. He's so he young, cute. so young. And, and he's all like, oh, it was so quick. She's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, we know Marjorie a hoe, so you know. Did I? Well, we don't really know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, well. We don't know that, Sister J. We ain't seen it. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> and so, <laughs> she gets every appearance of being a hoe. No, she does not. Mm-hmm. Why do you say that? Because she knows exactly what to do. And that does not mean you a host, Sister J. <laughs> well, anyway, when she has Sansa in the in the garden yes. and they was walking, and she tells her there are ways that you can manipulate shit. Well, not only that, but you could tell she was she she was trying to play off the fact that she knew all this information. That don't mean she a hoe. Oh, please. She knew all this information because oh, she had because that experience. You, know shit. you a hoe? <laughs> is that what that is? No. See? Anyway. That ain't right now. Look. Hey, that's. You using the hoe in the wrong that's context. That's my opinion. You using it in the wrong context. That's my opinion. Well, it's wrong. Mm-hmm. But what was funny was when he was saying, oh, that was so fast. And she's like, yeah. And he, then he had the nurse say, did I hurt you? Mm-hmm. And she was like, no. No. <laughs> That was funny, though. That was funny, though. And she's like, oh, sir. 
Uh, no, she's like, oh, what did she? I don't know what she called him, but she's like, oh, we can just take our breath for a minute. Let's just wait. Yeah, let's just wait for just yeah, a moment. He, we're in no rush. He said, oh, man, I just want to be able to do this every day. All day long. Long. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, right. But, honey, we I knew as soon as she rolled over and was, like, looking at him, she was working her magic. Oh, yeah. She's working it. She was working it. But from that's the what you do. over and said, oh, so how does your mom like um, the Capitol or the King's Landing? Uh, well, I don't think she really likes it at all. Well, first they had the little conversation about, you know, I'm the wife and you're the husband. Yeah. And, and, and he said he confessed that he did not feel bad. That the only reason he's king is because Joffrey dead, but he he didn't. And she said, "Oh, you don't need to feel guilty about that." And he said, "Yeah, but see, that's the point. I don't." I don't. <laughs> I, I said, "Yeah, well, he should." That's he because he was mean to you too. He didn't kill Joffrey, right? Why should he feel guilty? But Joffrey was mean to him too. Exactly. Though. Exactly. He taunted him and stuff too. So right. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she, Mar- Marjorie, got up out of the bed and was walking over to uh, to the little. The vanity thing to you know get her brush and brush her hair. That's when she said she appears to have this casual conversation, yes. oh, your but she mother, is I just love manipulating so the much. ass out of him. Yeah. I love your mother so, so much. She has much. helped me so much. Mm-hmm. And oh, is she happy? Because I just want her to be happy. Does she like it here? I mean, she just I working mean, him. Working. It was so slick. So it the next slick. day, Cersei and Tommen are walking. <clears throat> and shit, and really, she chit No, she's chit She's running off. She just running, running, like, running. Oh, you look so happy. Is Marjorie smart? Because I really can't tell. Well, she said you look so happy. Of course, you know that 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 after go after glow was bliss of the of first marriage. few days is yeah. is you know to be expected. And and Marjorie looks happy because she smiles all the time. Is it's she like intelligent? Yeah. Is she intelligent? You know. I don't even really know. You know, she's just a chit-chat. But the thing I noticed the most about that scene, <clears throat> Tommen is not saying a word. He ain't. He's not saying a word. He, nope. And he's not even looking at her. Nope. He's just walking straight ahead, you know? Because he knows he's, he's so different from Joffrey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. About his new wife, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. And that's when he goes into, are, are you happy, happy here? <laughs> and wait a minute. I think that caught her ass off guard. It did. Because she said, <clears throat> what? Well. He said, well, you used to. I'm happy wherever you're at. You used to always talk about this place was terrible and you missed home. And I always thought Casterly Rock was your home and that you'd like to go live there someday. And I loved her face. She's like, and uh, why are we talking about Casterly Rock? Uh-huh. She beat that show. Oh, she beat that out. Quick. Quick. Well, I just want you to be happy, Mother, and I thought you would be happy there. Mm-hmm. First thing she do, she walking over to, to Marjorie. To Marjorie. But let me tell you, <clears throat> let me tell you, this is why I love this scene so much. Yes. I love this scene so much because Marjorie has the wonderful ability to make it appear like everything she's saying is just so nice and innocent. Pleasant. And innocent. That, yes. that that she has no idea that you can take it more than one way. Yeah. You know. I'm not schooled in politics. Exactly. Oh, and Cersei, this is what I like about this, though. I think this is the very first time, the very first time that Cersei is afraid. That's what I saw in that scene. She's afraid because of two things. Number one, 
she does not want to lose Tommen because that's the last of her kids. Right. Number two, she knows how powerful a woman's little sex is because that's what she's used for uh, on her brother. Yeah. And just, you know, being a woman and stuff, she knows how that is. Therefore, she, because to me, she was looking at Marjorie in a whole new light, like, oh, shit, I got to play this right, Earls. The next thing I know, he, being the king, going to ship me off to Castle Rock. Yeah. See? But I think her look was a little bit more like, if only there weren't witnesses here, I'd tear it. <laughs> That's what I took Really? Like. Yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> because when she goes to see Marjorie, and Marjorie's telling the story to all the little handmaidens about um, Tommen and, mm-hmm. and sex and shit. Yeah. And um, she greets Sarah saying, it's like, oh, would you like to bite to eat? I wish we don't have any wine because it's a little bit early for us. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. Woo. Oh, that I was, said to that my was TV. the best dish. I said to my TV. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that was. But you know what? That was only the first dish. Thank you. Thank oh, when you. she said, oh, and now do I call you. Uh, uh, queen, mother. queen mother or dowager queen? Yeah, no, dowager queen. queen. Oh, you see Cersei's face. I know. Oh man, like... her face was cracked. And oh. Cersei couldn't really go on with. She what couldn't she say, to say nothing. I mean, because Marjorie basically took over that whole conversation. She did because Cersei, I think, was taken off guard that she was kind of blatant with it. Mm-hmm. At least to her, it could be. And because she jumped up talking about mother. Uh-huh. That's the first thing I think yeah. that threw Sarah Uh-huh. And gave her a hug. Yeah. And all that uh-huh. shit. Uh-huh. And, and you're right, though. She was doing that because she had four witnesses. Because right. you know how them, uh, those maid services have gossip in the castle. So, yeah. That's all they're going to know is Marjorie's just so kind and nice to her. Mm-hmm. I think it was only because of the witnesses, because Cersei came there to say something. She but did. But she didn't say nothing. All she said was, I just wanted to let you know if there's anything you need, come to me. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, mm, mm-hmm. no, she ain't going to come to your ass. Mm-hmm. And so I love this scene. It Cersei was so good. Face. You see how, how smart Marjorie is. And look at her. She all up in her face. <laughs> Oh, you see how smart Marjorie is. Marjorie's smart, though, but see, she she's is. Not, but she's not evil like Cersei. No. And that's the problem. Yep. Cersei's mean with her. Yeah, she's mean. And so she will find any kind she's of. She's going to work out a way to, to get her. She is. She's going to work out a way she's to mean. get her. Yep. She did it to Tyrion, and she'll mm-hmm. do it to her. Mm hmm. So Marjorie needs to be careful. As yeah, much as she, she thinks does. she's slick. Cersei is older and eviler. Oh, and you know what? This is something that we didn't talk about at the beginning of the scene, right after her and Tommen got um, got married, and then then a- after their little sex scene, when she got up and was going to brush her hair, and she had said she had said something about uh, grandmother. Grandmother has already left the capital. She just couldn't bear to stay one minute longer. Right. That's Lady Olena. And right. I thought, yeah, because she don't want to be found out. She want to be killed. Yeah, she don't want to be found out. But she was trying to correlate the thing about my mama or my grandmother is gone. Mm-hmm. Your mother could be gone. Yes. That's what she was doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, 
and that she, was so and good. She also preyed on his ego a little bit because oh yeah, her mother is always going to protect over you, her little bitty lion baby cub. He's like, I'm a man now. We just did the do, chick. And, and but she's what she say. She solidified that. Yes, yeah. yes. But you're gonna always be her baby boy, right? Ooh, and he did you see the look? He didn't smile or nothing. No. That got him to thinking like, exactly. Mm, mm, I'm okay. a man now. I'm a man I'm now. The king. There you go. And, the and way, I'm the king. And the way and she did this with Joffrey too. Mm-hmm. Well, you're the queen. Excuse me, you're the king. You can do whatever you want. You're the king. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that <laughs> she builds it. Was so good. It was so good. It was so good. It was so good. I uh, love that scene. I'm, I'm a little bit nervous for Marjorie though. Yeah, but so, I think Marjorie ain't gonna be one to play with. You know what though? I think Marjorie's smarter than Cersei though. Well, I, we it, it remains to be seen. Because when when she caught Loras with this little lover boyfriend and he was saying well at least I uh, eventually I get to go back to Highgarden and you're going to be stuck here with Cersei and remember she kept saying perhaps he said wait 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 what you got cooking what you mean perhaps she says perhaps she meant, well but he said she'll be stuck here with Chalk mm-hmm. that's why you want her gone and married mm-hmm. to me you know mm-hmm. so later mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. see the High Septon oh my god in the Pleasure House this dude. And at first, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And who are these people? I didn't recognize yeah. one of them. I didn't but- recognize the dude behind him. I recognize him, though, because I'm thinking, why is this high Septon got his shirt off? I didn't even recognize him at mm-hmm. first. But he's picking out of the seven gods two of the hoes he want to sleep with. Mm-hmm. And before he can get to like, wherever he's going with the hoes, the door busts open. And the sparrow, what is they called? The something sparrows. The sparrows. Oh, they come in and start whipping his ass. And uh, uh, Lancel. Yeah, Lancel and, they and his whip group. his ass to the street. And they knock over butt booty naked. Well, uh, first of all, they bust in there. They knock over the pimp that's that uh, uh, Baelish's <laughs> little pimp. And wait that's Loris's boyfriend. And was kicking him. They didn't kick the pimp. They kicked the high septon. No, no, no. They kicked him, too. Oh. They, and I thought, oh, that's awful. Yeah, that was Loris's little boyfriend. And, uh, uh, yeah, they marched him through the streets, butt booty naked. But, and the thing about it is every time he tried to use his hands to cover himself to, up, to cover his front again. parts, they would hit him with a stick. I love that. Oh, wasn't that good? And they was walking him through the streets saying, sinner, sinner. Sinner. Oh, it was good. Lucky he didn't get killed. It was so good. Can you imagine, though? Oh, yeah. <laughs> then this motherfucker, this is the part I was like, uh, see? See? Then this motherfucker got the nerve. The nerve. The noive. The noive. To go <laughs> into the small council. Yep. Complaining. Talking about, look, we need to get these motherfuckers because, hey. I'm the man next to the God. He said, I'm the representative of the seven gods. It's gospel, just like you're talking to the seven gods. So Mm -hmm. if they do something against me, they're doing it against seven gods, and that's not tolerated. We need to have them found and punished. Well, first of all, when he got into, I knew it wasn't going to go good. No. Because when he got to the small council, he greeted everybody by name, except for. By title. By title, except for Clyburn. Kyburn. Kyburn. Yeah. And and so Kyburn looks up and says, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And then when he's complaining, Kyburn Kyburn's the one that says, Well now, uh, 
Weren't you found in uh, Peter Baelish's brothel? Yeah. And it's full of time out. Well, that does not matter. I'm a man. Well, Loris, uh, uh, not Loris, uh, Tyrell. Old man Tyrell said, oh, I accept him. He, he, he was so offended that he was, <laughs> he was, uh, wait a minute, you notice Picel didn't say shit. Because he got there too. Well, I know Pysel that. Picel was like, I oh, know that. That is shameful. Well, they should be, I mean, they should not be allowed to do that. Yeah. No, 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 no. He said a private man's affairs should stay private. Well, first of all, when it was disclosed that he was in a brothel, the uh, I stepped and said, well, yes. He says, you know, the prostitutes. Yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. I go and preach the gospel wherever it leads, and the prosecutors need to be preached at, too. And wait a minute. And Kyburn said, oh, so you went to, to minister to the devout prostitutes, huh? Ah, that was good. And that's when Picel says, well, I think a man's private time should be yeah. his private time. Yo, Did you see the look Cersei gave him? Because yeah. she knows. She knows. She knows. She gave him a look like, and so please. He's like the sparrow. The high sparrow is it, is behind this. And da, 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 da. she's like, oh, really? Okay, where can I find this Where can I sparrow? find this man? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, what you going to do with this high sparrow, Cersei? Yeah. So they go down in the deep, dark bowels of the city. It's obviously funky because she keeps holding her nose. Yeah. And there's really destitute people. They look hungry. Hungry. They skinny. They ain't, they dirty. Their, their clothes are tattered up. They hardly have any clothes. Mm-hmm. And she finds this high septon who is feeding people. Yep. I don't know what he's feeding them. They look like soup. But Soup it and like bread, real thin and hard ass bread. Yeah, um, but he's trying to give everybody a bowl or some bread, and he's trying to feed them. And yep, and she's she comes up to him and she's like, "Oh, are you the high septon, or excuse me, the high sparrow?" He's like, "Well, no." She says, "I was told that the high sparrow is is back here. Uh, have you seen him? <laughs> you know." And he says, "Oh, a name that my enemies give." Yeah. She could tell he was the one. Yeah, she could tell. And and he, he was talking to her, kept right on feeding the people, and that didn't miss a beat. Didn't miss a beat. And she looked down at his feet and said, where are your shoes? He said, I gave them to somebody. Who needed them more than I did. Yeah. And then he said, he tells people that they're not special, and because of that, people think he's special. And she said, well, maybe they're right. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, oh, well, what is her angle? Because she's buttering his ass up. Oh, yeah. Well, we know what her angle yeah. is. Mm-hmm. So he's telling her hypocrisy is a boil. And I'm assuming you're up here about what happened to the high septum. And he says, hypocrisy is a boil and we can't, you know. He hot. says, hypocrisy is a boil that has to be lanced Lance. out. He says, now, they were a little uh, aggressive with the blade. <laughs> and that's unfortunate. But he didn't say. He was sorry. He he was sorry or that they shouldn't have done it. Nope. He just said, well, they was a little joy happy with that blade. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So Cersei, now we see her angle. She basically says, I mm-hmm. tend to agree with you. And he looked at her he like, me what? to come down here and execute you. And he, you saw him pause for a second. Mm-hmm. He's like, but I tend to agree with you because he's now down in the Red Keep. He, in the dungeons of the Red Key. I said, ooh! I said, go ahead. Because what she said, she said, because religion and the the, the uh, 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 kingdom or the king, yeah. they're the two pillars that keep this society up. 
Right. And one can't be without the other. Mm-hmm. Now. She's trying to get in with the people. Exactly. Like, but now, she is true about that, though. Well, yes. Because, because. She ain't never cared about that shit before. No. But she's doing that because, first of all, she's trying to get an angle against Marjorie. Um, uh, there you go. That's it. That's it. Because, because she was upset when she's riding to the wedding and everybody's, everybody's yelling, Marjorie, right. Marjorie, and Marjorie. And seen as partnering with the high, sep- or excuse me, the high sparrow, yep. giving him money and extra food from the castle for these poor folk, they're yep. going to love her ass. Exactly. Because that's how Marjorie did that shit. Right. Mm-hmm. She don't care about them people. No, she don't. Mm-mm. But I think he's going to see through her. You know, but who knows? But anyway, that's her Maybe angle, at though. at some point. Yeah, but that's her angle, though. So then the next thing we see, Kyburn in his little laboratory Ooh. killing a rat. Mm. That's a big fucking rat, too. A big, fat, fat rat. And Cersei comes in with a message she wants him to send to Littlefinger mm-hmm. at the Erie. She says, send this off to Littlefinger. He's at the Erie or wherever he's slinked off to. Mm. <laughs> I said, oh, shit. Oh, Lord. What she's summoning his ass Thank for. This what is I what I want to know. Oh, she's going to try some slick shit on Marjorie. Oh, yeah, she is. Oh, damn. She is. Mm, mm, and mm. so I was like, huh? What is this message to Littlefinger about? Tell us, Cersei. Mm. Damn. So Kyburn, you know, he's, he's, uh, so she, then she asked him, how are your experiments coming? He's like, oh, great. Greater than I thought they would go. And I'm thinking, oh, shit. Mm. So she leaves. And he starts writing down his little message. And then we see behind him a body moving and twitching, which is obviously the mountain. Obviously the mountain. And Kyburn's going, shh, take it easy, take it easy, friend. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck? So what? he's kind of making like a Frankenstein. That's what people have been saying. Mm-hmm. So obviously that's true. Mm. And that's all we see of Cersei, the King's Landing mm-hmm. people. Everything. That was good, though. Was that good. was very good. It was good. Mm-hmm. So do you want to go to Moat Kaelin? Sure. Um, or Varys? I guess we can do... or Whichever yeah. one. Oh, uh, well, let's go to Moat Kaelin. I felt so bad, but so, I knew that motherfucker had something in well, mind. Before that... Damn! Before that... I hate Peter Baelish. Bruce Bolton... Trying to tell Ram or Rams trying to ask Ramsey how it went when he went to go collect taxes. Well, first of all, we see Moat Kalen. Right. And we see Theon Reek oh, doing chores and I'll shit. Skip that. Let's not even talk well, about that. Well, anyway, but, but we have to because <sighs> right outside where the king's quarters are, the, he's got t- hung up two human beings that he has scanned. Right. Two people. Yep. Ain't no kids or no animal. It's people. We and, know this. Oh, that's just the nastiest shit. So it's just ooh. Whatever the fuck, Reek is taking them food and he's serving them and shit. When Ramsey is telling his daddy about getting taxes from one of the lords. Yeah. And the lord said, we ain't giving you no taxes. We don't recognize Bruce Bolton as our king. Mm-hmm. Ramsey killed him and flayed him and his wife. Mm. And his, uh, I guess the brother. Yep. And made the son watch. And then he said, and then the son or the new lord of whatever the place was called gave us the taxes. 
And so Ruth Bolton was like, well, they gave you no choice. I guess you had to. Mm-hmm. But then... We I already tell, know his ass is just as crazy. But Ruth is crazy, but on a calmer level than Ramsey. And I think that's what he was trying to tell Ramsey. Look, if we want to hold the North, we have to do it with more than terror. We have to make strategic choices. <laughs> so it's time for your ass to get married. Now, what I found interesting about the mm-hmm. scene is, before he said that part... When he was trying to talk to Ramsey, Ramsey just chowing down. He's chowing down. And Ruth told him, put your shit down and listen. He said, stop eating and, and listen. Ramsey did it. And did you notice the look on Theon's face? Because he looked over like, what? Mm-hmm. He's scared of his daddy? Uh-huh. Did you see uh-huh. that? Did you see that? Yeah. His daddy's the one he'd be listening to. Mm-hmm. I do like the guy who's playing Ruth Bolton's voice. Yeah. He's got a really nice voice. Right. I don't know how he's got that voice. But he's got it. Anyway, so when he was telling him, look, we have to be strategic. The only way that we're going to hold the North is to make strategic alliances. And it's time for your ass to get married. And I found the perfect person. And when he said that, I was like, oh, shit. I had two thoughts. The first one was a little 10-year-old that we heard about. I knew it was Sansa. As soon as I saw it, I was like, no, that's not going to work. I knew it was Sansa. I was like, fuck Sansa. I said, oh, my God. Here comes Goodness. Sansa and Baelish riding up the hill, overlooking Moat Kaelin. And Sansa's like, what are we doing here? Where are we going? Where are you taking me? That's what she said. He's like, this is Moat Kaelin. She's like, yeah, I've been here. Yeah. We, what'd she say? We stopped here on our way to King's, King's Landing. Landing. With Arya and my yeah. father. Uh-huh. Shit. And so he basically is telling, she's like, oh. So she finally puts it together. That marriage proposal wasn't for you. It was for me. Yeah. She's like, he killed my brother. I am not going there. I am not marrying him. Mm, Little mm, fingers mm. tells her, oh, you're not marrying him. I want you to marry his son. Oh, Which is worse. God. Because he's the motherfucking crazy. I yelled at the TV. I said, oh, no, not Santa. Now, she has not been one of my favorite characters, but don't do that to the girl. They, been, oh my God! They but you know what, though, with this girl from season. I know one, it, uh, but but the, uh, one thing I can say: Ooh, I hate Peter Bailey so much. But what he said, just like when he was talking to Brienne, what he said was, was factually true. true. It was true. She been. He said, "Look, you've been running ever since you left Winterfell. Mm-hmm. You've been running and running on the sidelines, letting stuff happen, happen to, to you." you. Now it's time for you to, to to exact some revenge for all the shit that your family been put through. Right. Exactly. Which is true. Which is true. Now, I don't know about this. I know. Because but, I don't, but, see, this is my thing. Does he know Ramsey's fucking crazy? Yeah. You better believe he knows. Know? Oh, hell okay. yeah. He's a pimp. Yeah, he knows. So. He know about all that I, freaky so shit. So this is the only thing that kind of not redeems Baelish, but gives me a moment of hope. Because he does love Sansa. He does care he about her. He wants her for himself. So I'm thinking he's not going to put her in where she would be really, really hurt. I don't believe Baelish wants Sansa for himself. You don't? No, I think... I do. No, otherwise he wouldn't marry her off like that. I think he would because he wants revenge too. Because his because his love and plus That's he wants true. power. So he's got yeah, a two He wants power. power, yeah. He wants the power, mm-hmm. but he also wants revenge... For what happened to Catelyn and who he loved. He's been saying this shit over and over. The only woman I've ever loved was Catelyn. 
I've only loved Catelyn. And in his mind, he thinks that him and Catelyn should have been together. Yeah. She can't have her. Sansa's the next best thing, which is why he kissed her. Mm-hmm. But he wants that power and shit first. Yeah. I, no, I and agree with that. to get that as the... And let's face it. The eerie. Right. It's just like Bruce Bolton uh, said to his little bastard, Ramsey. And that is... The way you make alliances in their world is you marry, marry the people off. off. You, you join the two houses. Right. See, and that's what Tywin did with uh, Joffrey Cersei. and, and, and um, well, Marjorie first. Well, then, no, Joffrey and Marjorie first because he needed that no, Tyrell money. I mean, she mentioned it. He, she mar- he married her off to Robert. Oh, well, yeah, Baratheon. Right. Yeah. That was the first one. That was the first one. Yeah. Yep. So. Yep. So, you know, that's what they do with the women, young women right. in that world and in the Seven Kingdoms. And, you know, she would know that, of course. So that I think that's why she she agreed, because she well, probably Sansa, she I actually was like, yeah, Sansa, I agree. When she was going off, he killed my brother. He hurt my family. I can't go in there. And he was trying to tell her. Look, this is the reason why. She's like, I will, I, you can't force me. I will starve myself. <laughs> yeah, I she will said, die. I will and starve I thinking, myself. That is the only thing you could really do, Sansa, is just starve herself. She's mm-hmm. like, I, he's like, look, 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 I don't want to, you know, I care about you. Mm-hmm. Well, when he left her to sit there and think about it, uh-huh. and then she decided and came back and got on the horse. You see that sly grin? He oh, yeah, because he knew. He's a pimp. He, he, he knows he how is to no, Yeah, he has been. He has built up his business manipulating people and lying people and giving people giving people what they want to hear and yep. what they want to do. Yep. See? Exactly. I mean, that's his been his whole adulthood. Yep. So of course he's good at and she's a she's a kid. Right. I mean, she's a young woman, but she's she's still a kid. Yep. You know, and, and people uh, forget that because she's so tall. Right. But but he manipulated her into it. But I can't fault him for that because what he told her was true. What he told her was true. I mean, hell, you can stab the fool in his sleep, poison his ass, do something. He didn't tell her all that. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, yeah. you know, she'd be in a perfect position to exact some revenge. Yep, exactly. And especially when they actually get there. So while they're walk, excuse me, while they're Debating. riding, excuse <laughs> me, riding up to the moat, Kaylin, the castle, mm-hmm. then we see our uh, Brienne and Podrick. Watching them from this tall hill. Cliff. Cliff, whatever. And so, Podrick's like, okay, how are we going to get to them? And she says, we're going to go around. He's like, well, that's several days. You know, that's several hundred miles or, or days or whatever. And she's like, that's okay. I know exactly where they're going. Yeah. So, she know. Of course, because if I recall, though, uh, uh, way back in season one or two, when she got to King's Landing, though, I believe somebody mentioned that that Moat Kalen is exactly halfway in between. So there's Winterfell, then there's that Moat thing, and then if you just I make a straight more, little thing. I took it more like she knew what they were going to do. Yeah. Like what the plan was. Yeah. Or she had an idea. Yeah. So she probably gets that life. She gets it that the girls are basically kind of commodities and stuff. Well, and plus, Baelish is a pimp. Yeah. So... What else are you going to do? So, Podrick and Brienne stopped the camp. And she's still just just harping on his ass and harping on his she, ass. She's belligerent. 
Belligerent, exactly. <laughs> she like is belligerent. Is. Oh, shut up. So, <laughs> true. She mm. says, all Paul is doing is sharpening up her knife or her knife. Mm-hmm. Aren't you too, or no, he's shining her shoes. Aren't you too old to be a squire? And I'm thinking, damn, Brian. Yeah, that was kind of rude. Why you got to even start in with that? <laughs> that was kind of rude. And so hey. I was like, dang, girl. <laughs> Aren't Poor you thing. too old to be a squire? And he said, well. Now, I was kind of glad to get that backstory, though. I know. Because now we know. So then, see, Ellen Payne is his daddy. Right. Ellen Payne without no tongue. Well, he's he's the enforcer or he's the yeah. executioner. Right. So he's the one that swings the axe when you're getting ready to be beheaded. See. Or so, his uncle, son's daddy is his uncle. Oh, uncle, yeah. Excuse me, yeah. Yeah. That's his but, uncle. So we get the backstory of how he became a squire to mm-hmm. Tyrion. Yep. And um I like when she says, she, Well, how did you ever get to be squire to the imp? And yeah. he says he doesn't like to be called that. And she says, well, but he's not here, is he? <laughs> be I mean, shit. she was just salty. Salty. <laughs> but she don't like the Lannisters. Yeah. <laughs> and so he tells her that his, he was supposed to squire for someone else. They got caught stealing. They killed the dude. As soon as Tywin knew that his name was Payne. He mm-hmm. said, well, come on back and you can be the squire for my son. Yep. As a punishment. As a punishment. But he said Tyrion was always good to him and he actually liked him. Yep. And so that seemed to piss Brienne off. She's like, oh, yeah, everyone you've ever squired for loves you and you love them. And he's like, okay, all except me. Mm-hmm. And he says, no, I love being your squire. You are the fiercest and the best fighter I've ever seen. Yeah. You beat the hound. Yeah. I'm proud to be your squire. Yeah, that, that was, was so, so sweet. Yes. That so was so sweet. She's like touched and she says, I'm sorry they're always harping on you mm-hmm. or digging on you. He's like, that's, he says, well, if you didn't harp on me, then I wouldn't learn anything. I know. And I thought, oh, oh Padraig. He's so sweet. I know. He's so sweet. It was so sweet. <coughs> I so think then, that kind of touched her, too. It did. So then she sits down. He starts taking off her armor and stuff. And so he asks her, well, if you, you know, how did you become a Kingsguard? You weren't, you're not a knight, but how did you become a Kingsguard? Yeah. And so this was a good story. Also. Oh, you know what? I almost teared up. I know. I almost teared I up. I kind of did tear up on this. So she tells him, you know, when, you know, when she was a girl, which couldn't have been that long ago, um, her dad uh, gave her, a, or he had a dance. A ball. A ball for her. And all the boys came, and they were dancing with her and whispering in her ear that they wanted to take her away from there. And well, at first she said... You know, had a ball just for her. And she had the, a beautiful dress. Yes. And she said, I loved it. It was the most wonderful evening. She said, I was so happy. Happy. I've never been so happy. Mm-hmm. And my father smiled at me, and I smiled at him, mm-hmm. and I've never been so happy. And then she said, until I saw some of the boys laughing. Yeah. And it was all a joke. It was all a joke. On, and she says, and I knew right then I was the ugliest girl in the Seven Kingdoms or something like that. I know. It was sad. It was sad. I felt bad for her. And she said she started to cry. <coughs> and Renly came up to her and told her, don't let them see your tears. Mm-hmm. 
and he danced with her. And he danced with her. And from that point on... Well, she said, and he danced with me all night. And Patrick says, well, yeah, but you knew he was... Oh, yeah. And then he said, "Uh, well, Tyrion said he was. And she says... Of course I knew. I'm not stupid. He liked I men. Knew he liked men. He didn't want me. He didn't love me. But I he was know. just kind. But he was kind to me, and he kept me from being a joke from mm-hmm. that day until his last day. Mm-hmm. And then that was I an really, excellent story. And then I really liked what she said. She's like, "Nothing is more hateful than failing to protect the ones you love." And hurtful, she said. Hurt. She said hateful. I thought she said hurtful. Oh, I think it was hateful. But she says, I will avenge Renly. And so Patrick asked her, so you saw a shadow? She's like, I did. A shadow with Stannis' face. And I know I can't kill a shadow, but I can kill a man. Mm -hmm. They can be killed. Mm -hmm. So she's bound to avenge Renly. And I bet she can do it. She can do it. But she says to Patrick, she says, do you want to be a knight? And, And he says, oh, yeah. She says, well... She says, we're going to start practicing, what'd she say? Once before, one after breakfast and once... Uh, before you make camp or uh, after you make camp. After you make camp mm-hmm. in, in the evening. She said, twice a day. And I'll teach you how to sit a ho- horse properly. Thank you. And then she says, she, and then she says, well, this is the part I thought was cute. She says, well, I can't make you a knight, but I can sure teach you how to fight. And he says, well, that's more important, isn't it? <laughs> he got an answer for He's been around Tyrion, yeah. see. And he's smart. He's a smart he kid. Smart. He's a smart kid. Yeah, so. I, like, I, like I like their that. relationship, I though. Too. I do, too. I love that. So yep. she's she going to be teaching him how to fight and sit a horse properly. <laughs> so then, real quick, back to Moat Kalen. Mm-hmm. Um, we see Sansa and Baelish riding up. Riding in. Mm. And um, I'm like, ugh. Dang. How could you do it? She's looking haggard, too, though. Well, because she knows she what she got to do. Mm-hmm. And wrote Ruth Bolton, of course, oh, Lady Sansa, he's acting all fucking nice. And you know in her face she wants to say, you motherfucker. It took her a long time to answer, it though. It did. But then she finally turned it on. She turned on that charm and, and did the little curtsy. Lord Bolton. Yeah. Did you see Ramsey's little hose over to the edge? They was looking too. Well, that one, the one is really hateful. Well, hey, the one that helped him kill that girl. Kill that girl. Yeah. She she looking real hateful. I know. Like, so oh, I was like, oh yeah. hell, now sounds like I got to deal with this chick. She got to deal with that too. Mm-hmm. Did you see uh, Roos's wife in the background? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was introducing Ramsey. She's all smiling. And stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh lord. Well, because don't you remember when he first introduced her to him to Ramsey? Said, oh, and this is your mother. Yeah, he, I know. He, he said, just married her. Yeah, but he said something about she she, she kind of simple or something like that. He he made a comment about her though, and she was just grinning then. Well, anyway, it, it was I thought it was funny that she was just like standing there smiling, but that's all she did. So then Ramsey went up and kissed Hans's hand, and she was gracious to him. Yeah, she was. Oh, so he's then, an ugly little sucker though. He is. Damn. So this. Um, old lady is taking her up to her quarters and tells her she's going to bring her some hot water. So she can wash. So she can wash up. And Sansa's like, oh, thank you. And then the lady says, welcome home, Lady Stark. And Sansa turns around surprised. And she says, the North remembers. Mm. And I was like, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> the North remembers. In other words, Woo! we I got, got your back. back. Thank you. Woo! 
Say, and we're going to take care of these motherfuckers. Say, we know these are some usurpers, and we, you say the word, and it's on. It's on. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, love it. I do, too. I love it. I do, too. Ooh, that's good. So then. Um, so so I felt see, a little better for I, her. I did, too. Like, maybe this lady could watch her back and warn her of the shenanigans that be going on mm-hmm. up, up there. So well, I'm sure prepared. she saw those flayed men. No, they pulled that shit down before they got there. You know that. I, let me you see. You know that. Yeah, they probably did. So um, then later we see Sansa walking across the yard, and there's Theon scrubbing something, and he sees her, and he kind of ducks. Well, he's trying to duck and dodge her. He's ducking and dodging. Because she knows him, and he knows her. That Well, they know that. They know he was raised there. Yeah, but he's weak now. He doesn't want, I think he doesn't want her to see him he does in not the way want her. He, what he is. Exactly. But they know that they know each other. That's true. Um, so anyway, so she's walking. I don't even know where the hell she was going. But then they, we see uh, Baelish talking to Ramsey. Mm-hmm. And so he's telling him. Baelish trying to get some info. Right. Oh, yeah. And so Ramsey's like, oh, she's so beautiful. He says, I um, will do everything in my power to protect her. No, I won't hurt her. Something like that. Yeah. And and uh, Baelish says, well, I hope not. Because I've grown, grown very fond of her in our travels. Mm-hmm. Now, that then, was a warning. Thank you. I mean, it was. I thought so. And then he says. I don't know much don't about know you. Much. Yes. Wait a minute. But it was the way Bailey said it. I thought, oh, yeah, Rams, and you think you tough. Yeah. Bailey's is evil. You better watch out, boy. He got tricks upon tricks. Yeah, because he's evil. Yeah, he he's evil with it, see. Tricks. Yeah, he does. So right about then, here come Daddy Bolton. Mm-hmm. He broke that shit up quick. He broke it up real fast, didn't he? Yep. He says, uh, let me talk to uh, Bailey's real quick. Mm-hmm. Alone. Alone. Mm-hmm. So he's pumping Baelish for information. He is. Because he already knows some shit. But see, we didn't know that. We didn't know that. He's talking about, oh, well, um, so how this gonna work? <laughs> he trying to be slick. He is trying to be slick. Mm-hmm. How this gonna work? Because you've been working with the Lancers for a while. They have made you a lord, and they've done giving you all this. How are you prepared to truly do this? Mm-hmm. And, of course, Bailey's like, well, yes, the tide has turned. And, you know, the only way that we can keep our territories is to band together against the Lannisters. Tywin mm-hmm. is dead. We have, we, now we have to strike while we can. But you know what, though? He did run that shit down. He ran he it said, down. He said, your, uh, 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 your little pacting thing was with Tywin Lannister. Yep. He did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cersei's the queen mother. She don't have no power. Right. Uh, Tom and his boy king, he don't know nothing. But his point also is, if we want to keep what we got, we mm-hmm. need to stay together. We got to band together. And then he said something very interesting. He said, the last time the tribes of the north banded together, they defeated the most powerful kingdom on earth. Which was the Targaryen kingdom. Mm-hmm. Which was the Targaryens. Which was uh, Baratheon and Stark getting together. Getting together. And banding towards that because, fight. Because all of those... Um, like because he, that fucking north is huge. Yeah, well, and like... And like if you could get all them people together... But Baelish already told him. He said, look, I'm the uh, ward of the Erie. Right. And the Erie is 
just the place they call no, he's it. He's the warden. Uh, he's the warden of the Erie, but the Erie's got nine, ten tribes of people in oh, there. Oh, God, it's huge. It's huge. And the North is huge. It's huge. So, so put those two together. Yeah, so whoever got the Stark and the Erie, right. yeah. Exactly. They got it. And so see, then both- that's what Stannis knows too, though. Well, exactly. Well, but Stannis don't know about uh, Baelish. No, not yet. But this is the interesting thing. So then Bolton says, oh, okay, well, you got a message this morning. Speaking of, <laughs> wait, wait, he go, he go, speaking of the Lannisters, you got a message this morning. From he, Cersei. From Cersei. And, and all, the only thing he didn't say was, and she told you this, this, and this. I know. Wait a minute. So and Baelish took it. He said, the seal is broken. Well, as it. you point out, this is a message for me. And why is the seal broken? <laughs> I was dying. Hey, I agree with Bolton. I was this, dying laughing. But Bolton had a point, too. He's like, now <laughs> you can see my concern with you getting messages from the Lannisters. Exactly. Okay? Mm-hmm. So if we're going to do this, let's do this. But let's mm-hmm. not have no secrets. But when Bailey says... Well, I'll need to borrow a raven because Cersei will want an answer immediately. And Ruth Bolton says, what? He says, yeah. And I'll read the I'd answer. Like to read, no, he says, I'd, I'd like, like to, to read, read the answer. answer. <laughs> to make sure you ain't talking shit mm-hmm. when you get that answer to mm-hmm. uh, Cersei. Mm-hmm. To make sure you ain't revealing nothing. But And we forgot to mention, too, that um, what Ruth like Bolton that. said, he said... A rider rode all night from, from the, the Erie, Erie to give this to you. To give this to you, right? So, see, that's where she sent it because right. she don't know he's. She don't know he's there. He's there. No. Mm-hmm. Sure don't. Well, you know, from a henchman's point of view, though, I don't, I don't fault Ruth Bolton because I'm sure after going through all of that betrayal with the Red Wedding and stuff, he thought he was in like Flynn. Yep. And then when Tywin was killed, you know he had to be nervous. Right. Like, oh, shit. Well, no, he's, I don't think he's nervous, but I think he's saying, look, I got to solidify my shit, so let's make some deals here. Let's, let's join this shit You together. know he's nervous because, think about it, if the little 10-year-old girl said, we don't recognize nobody that ain't named Stark. To, to, well, he to, don't know that. To Stannis. Well, well no, what I'm saying is, if she gonna say that to Stannis, who is the rightful king? Yeah, he is. Then they certainly not gonna align with Bolton. Nope. Who done not. usurped them and knocked out the the Starks? That's true. They didn't hear. Everybody didn't heard about the red wedding. That's true. Everybody knows it was Walter Frey and Ruth Bolton. That's true. So yeah, they not gonna align with his ass either. Sure ain't. That's why he's wanting her to marry his son. Exactly. To solidify that shit. That's true. That's what he thinks. That's what he thinks. Yeah. Now, this is what I want to know. What happens when Stannis come? Well, we're going to see now, ain't we? <laughs> because he on the way. Stannis, I don't think he's going to care whether it's Ruth Bolton's men or Baelish's men. He's just going to try to get that shit together. Oh, hell and yeah. Baelish, I think, well, what he'll do is he'll say, hey, we just here. We ain't part of this shit, so let us go. <laughs> I don't know because, um, okay. Baelish is okay. When it when it comes to that, and Stannis gets there, Baelish is going to side with Stannis. Oh yes, he will. Yes, because a it's couple. The, it's the the winning side. It's the winning side because because Stannis is the rightful heir to the throne. Yep, he is. He is. Period. And and the people know that. And if he's got an army to back him up, then yeah, 
story he story really, over. He really is. Yeah. So he's gonna do that. Uh, he'd be a mean as uh, leader, but not as mean as Cersei. Well, we yeah. don't know that because see, he's being led by the Red Witch. See, that's the truth. That's see, that, that's the, the problem. That's see, the problem. Mm-hmm. and it's it's her whim and shit that's that's running yeah. him. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you know. Anyway, okay, so that, that was good. That, that was, was good. Yeah, that was good. That was good. I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so then I guess let's go to Castle Black. Ooh, Lord, this was so good. Oh my goodness, this was so. Well, first of all, see, Kit Harrington is looking too good. He is looking good in this role. He looks good as the commander. I think that's that coat they put him in. He looks big. Yeah, he does, doesn't he, though? Some shoulder pads in mm-hmm. him. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway, I love these scenes. Stannis, he's in the big office now. Mm-hmm. Stannis came talking to him. He showed did. Because he's the commander of the Night's Watch. And he's asking John for an answer, basically, to his offer to make him a Stark and to come. Well, I like him. the fact that when he come in there, he said, I need to speak with you alone. And John looks at him and says, Ollie is my squire. I've appointed him and, and he will he will be sitting in to every meeting because so I'm can t- learn. I'm trying to teach him uh, uh, uh things from but that's what he said, from men of experience. And yeah. then he just looked at Stannis. And Stannis liked that though. He likes John. You uh, can tell. Because he, Stannis Because he gave him that little that little nod thing that they do like. Stannis is mm-hmm. honest, but he's brutal with his honesty. Yeah, he is. And kind of misguided because he's following the witch, but he appreciates right. someone who's honest and who fight, who stands up for their shit, yeah. you know. But, and that's what John's been doing from the get go. Yep. And he respected his father too, so that's yeah. another thing too. Yep. So John basically says, "Hey, I can't do it. I'm a sworn yeah. brother of the Night's Watch, and now I'm the Watch Commander. Mm-hmm. I can't go running off with you and fighting and becoming a Stark. Mm-hmm. No, my name is John Snow, and I'm the Watch Commander, and that's what I'm gonna do. Yep." And so Santa says, well, I can't argue with that. I'm not going to try to argue it with you. Yeah, And there's no need. But I wish you would, you know, you wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> this cracked me the fuck up. What? So John gets and goes, uh, uh, how long am I going to be here? Oh, yeah. That- <laughs> and Santa says, oh, what? Are you tired of our company already? That I was so it. funny. Um, so, but he uh, had a reason for that, though. This, uh, before you go, um, how long y'all staying? Because uh, y'all eating our asses out of house and fucking home. I mean, he had a point. He had a point. He says, it's a lot to now, feed, what he to feed said, all the wildlings and all your men, too. What he should have said is, you going to break off some money or something? Because <laughs> well, what are they going to break off? They got money from Bravo. That's true. Well, he should have already damn offered hell. Thank you. I mean, really. Thank you, for he, real. John shouldn't have even had to have that conversation. See, Stannis. Because that's the first thing I thought was, oh, you know what? Now, that's some cheap-ass shit. Because <laughs> we saw the gold y'all had, and you told the pirate, hey, there's a whole bucket of it left at your house. Yep. Where so, is the pirate, anyway? Well, I'm sure we'll see him. Maybe he don't fight on land. Maybe he just does the boats. Does it in the water. Yeah. But well, anyway, anyhow, that's the first thing I thought was, well, Damn. He shouldn't even have to be asking your ass. What I'll uh, tell Stannis is, hey, look, send some of your people to, to stow real quick <laughs> and help us replenish our coffers yeah. because this shit ain't culture, mm-hmm. you know. So when Stannis leaves, he says, well, I'm, I'm, I, I can't talk you out of it. So he goes on leaves. And- well, he tells him he's they're leaving in a fortnight, so two weeks. Yeah. And so then... Sir Davos talks to John. Well, but before that, he says... 
it's going to be up to you what to do. And John asked him, what about the wildlings? And he's like, well, it's up to you what you do with them. Kill them if you want to. But we'll see if they're loyal mm-hmm. to um, Mance or if they'll fight for me. Mm-hmm. And then if they don't, you can do what you want with them. But most of the people here want them dead. Mm-hmm. And John said, most of them. <laughs> Not me, basically. Yeah. But there's a few of them that probably don't. So then, um, what you were getting ready to say, they have their little town hall. Well, no. After Stannis left, Sir Davos stayed and said, and and wanted to talk to him. And he was trying to tell him, look, you know. That's right. It's noble and everything and and, uh, uh, to stick to your guns, but we need your help and you need ours. And then he asked Ollie, what is that oath again? So Ollie started to repeat the oath and he said, no, I mean the end part. So when Ollie was saying something about and 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 uh, protect the realm of men or something yes. like that, and that's what Davos uh, seized on. He says, "Yeah." He says that this is one of them times, you know. Yeah. But this is what was interesting to me. You could see John thinking about it too. Yeah. You could see him thinking about Davos it. Davos told him, "As long as the Boltons rule the North." The North, North will suffer. Yeah, the North will suffer. Yep. And it's your job as the, as the uh, uh, keepers of the watch to help the Northerners not suffer. Yeah. Whether it's from the winters or whatever. That's what he's trying You're to say. You're guarding the wall, but you got to make sure there's something to guard. Yeah. That's basically what he's trying to say. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I found that interesting because John is thinking about it. He's thinking. And we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But it might mean that he goes to help fight. It would be kind of awkward, but... Um, so, then we get to the meeting. The meeting. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. John's first meeting as Lord Commander. And Master Eamon is not there. Apparently, he's been sick. But so, he's, I'm like, oh, He's got Lord. his first and second sent up there with him. So Sam. What's his son? No, no, no. Sam's down in the audience. He's got... He called that one guy his first and second. Those... I don't know what oh, those positions that. mean. Yeah, but he's got the two men. Okay. You know, like Janice Smith used to be up there on that podium. Whatever. All I know is Mr. Eamon ain't there. So right, and Sam's sick. down in the audience. Right, whatever. So everybody is talking, and John starts to, you know, he starts off saying, <clears throat> you know, welcome everyone. Mm-hmm. Hey, we got some shit to take care of. We got we need some new latrines to be built. <laughs> and they show... Um, Sir Alistair, so you think that he thinks he's going to be the one chosen for that. Yeah. But I knew John wasn't going to do that, yeah. though. Because John's fair. Yeah. So he puts this guy with red hair in charge of that. He's, he's like, says, looks like for a job for a ginger. ginger. <laughs> and everybody laughs. But wait a minute. The guy he named, he seemed okay with. He's like, okay. I know. I know. He was like, okay. Because he said, Whatever. well, we got to have somebody, to, uh, you know, o- over the project, project manager. You know, and he names that guy. So that's good. So then he gives Sir Alistair title of first ranger because he has the most experience. Mm-hmm. He's fought bravely. And I was like, you know what? I can see that. But it was the way John did it. He said, and Sir Alistair, he said, you have more experience than anyone else here. He says, you've always fought bravely and stuff. And he said that whole little speech first. And then he said, so I'm naming you First Ranger. Yes. And you could, I mean, to me, you could just see Sir Alistair like, what? what? Oh, well, shit, this kid, okay, okay. 
I might be able to do this. I mean, to me, that's the, that's yeah. the way he looked. Yeah. And everybody cheered. Everyone went, right. yeah. Because I know he was expecting John to put him in some shit, shit detail. Shit dude. Uh-huh. You know? Uh-huh. Just because because he did that. He's been well, not only that, but he did that to John. See, and that's the problem. See, he did that that's to John. That's what makes John a better leader, too. He did that to John. Remember? Yep. He knew John wanted to fight and everything, and he made him a steward. Because he knew. You're right. Yeah, see. he didn't like him. Mm-hmm. And so, so, um, so uh, he looks like he's got a little bit of pridefulness going on. Yes, he does. <clears throat> but his face don't really crack. So everybody's clapping and everything. So then he says, and Sir John O'Slint. You're going to be commander of the Grey Guard. Now, I find that interesting because when he had his talk with Stannis, then Stannis told him, uh, you know, you got some enemies, enemies there. He said, if I was you, I would send them off to the Grey Guard, to the post of the Grey Guard. He That's meant, what he, he said. Alistair. Right. He meant Sir Alistair. That's right. what he meant. And so I found it interesting that, that um, John sent Janos there, which I think is appropriate. Yeah, because first of all, which we said this when it should happen. Yep. When Tyrion sent Janos to the wall, yeah, he said, "You're going to go to one of those other castles." Exactly. And I said, I think we said at the time, who's to say he don't get up there and say, "Hey, they told us I'm the ruler now." Exactly. Or they told me I'm the ruler exactly. now. Exactly. He's a lion weasel. You because, know? and obviously that's what he did. Because he was always sitting up there with Sir Exactly. Steve. So, honey, Janos went got rowdy, motherfucker. Oh, about he, he went off. He went nasty with it. He went nasty. nasty. He said, "I'm not doing that shit." <laughs> <laughs> he did. And wait a minute, and he was nasty. With it. He said, "You little stupid bastard, I'm not doing that shit. I was at King's Landing when you was a little whelp." I'm not doing that shit. Oh, wait a I, I was laughing. I said, oh, no, he didn't. He did. I said, no, he didn't go I there. I said, oh, shit. So John says, oh, it's not an order. No, he says, or, oh. Me, it's not. I didn't. Re- it wasn't a request. Quest, it's an order. It's an order. Pack he up. Got, no, he said. Pack the, your shit. Yeah, pack your shit and get yeah, gone. Get the fucking step in. He said, get gone. <laughs> and that's when he said, oh, fuck this. No, I ain't doing this shit. He said, I ain't going up there so to the grayscale to die. Yeah, in the cold. And John had said, yeah, it's run down, but you can help build it yeah, back up. Yeah, you can build it back up. Before, and so John turned around and says, so are you disobeying an order? No, he said, are re- you refusing? Are refusing an order? An order. And that's when Jenna says, you can stick it up your ass or whatever. You can but- take your order and stick it up your bastard ass. That's what he said. Yeah. I thought to myself, oh, hell but no. I love what John said. He said, uh, Steve, go get my go get my sword. Uh-uh. He said, first of all, he oh, wait, sat he said- there for a minute yeah. for like 10 second beat. Everybody was quiet. You could have heard a pin drop. Yep. And he says, uh, uh, Fisher, whoever. Take him, take him outside. outside. Take Sir Janos outside. And then he says, Ollie, Go bring my sword. Thank you. And I said, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I said, Woo! Yeah. Hey, you don't want to fuck with the Stark, man. And then Ned done taught them how to do. Taught them how to do, baby. Okay. okay. Then, as his little men are going to get Janos, Sir Alistair's standing there in front of him. And you know Janos just knew Sir Alistair was going to have his back. 
oh, and yeah. say, oh, no, come on now, y'all. Y'all can't do this. Sir Alistair stepped aside. Showed in. And just, he, hey, he just took a little side step hey, and he stood there. Hey, because he ain't getting his neck chopped for nobody. Well, not only that, he was talking big and bad. Big and bad. And when Sir Alistair stepped aside and those other men grabbed him, then he started yelling like a pig. Oh, y'all better not do it. Oh, all y'all are scum. He's saying, oh, you know what? Your little tactics uh, ain't scaring me none. I know you're not going to do nothing. I'm what thinking, the fuck? I'm thinking, oh, you done lost your, your mind. Motherfucking mind. Well, he lost his mind about 30 seconds ago. Well, that's true. But you still. Bastard. But he's still talking hey, shit. At first, I thought they were going to have him and John Duell. No. Honey, I knew that wasn't They it. laid his ass out over the stump. Over the chopping block. The chopping block. I was like, yeah. He started then looking like he was scared. Everybody watching. John come up with his sword. He says, hey. You got any last words? He said, if you have any last words, now's the time. So he come talking about, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I'll go. I'll go. I'll wherever you went. I didn't mean it. And this is my thought. They showed John's face when he did it. And as soon as he started begging and shit, John looked like, oh, Well, first of all, he was saying, I'll go, I'll go. He says, have mercy, have mercy. That's when John. He didn't say that yet. Well, but that's when, when, when he said the mercy, to me, it looked like that's when John was weighing. Okay, but see, if I have mercy, all my men going to be looking at me. No, see... I took it a different way. He he was doing all that. I'll go to the. I'll go wherever you tell me to go. I was wrong. I'm sorry. And John had this look like, oh man, why? He did. He did. You know, like shit. I don't want to have to do this, but hey, I have to teach this motherfucker a lesson. So then he goes to swing his sword, and that's when he said, "Have yeah. mercy," and he stopped. He's like, "Have mercy, have mercy." Yeah. I'm afraid. I'm sorry. I'm afraid. But when he said, "I'm afraid," John's jaw got tight. And not only that, but he said, when he said, I'm afraid, he said, I've always always been been afraid. afraid. That's when John got ticked, I think. Yeah. And I was thinking. Because it's exactly what Sam said. He was cowering with the women and children during that whole battle. But not only that, I think John actually really at that point, it pissed him off. Mm -hmm. Because here his daddy was down in King's Landing. Janos, he knows Janos was there when his oh, daddy yes. was down there. Yes, he does. And because this motherfucker is a punk, punk. my daddy had to be killed. Punk ass. Right. And he went, swag, and they showed it. They showed the That whole was thing. some good motherfucking effects. That was good special effects. Because it looked like no change happened at all. Like his mm-hmm. head really got chopped. It, it did. And it reminded me that that knife, that sword that he's got. Sword. Isn't that another Valerian sword? Yes, because Mormont gave it to him. Right. Yes. So that just reminded me of how sharp that shit is. That is why. Like butter. But that is why when John said to Ollie, get my sword, everybody went, oh, shit. Shit. Thank you. I mean, really. Yep. But anyway. And then, so John turns around, getting ready to leave, and Stannis has come out on his little balcony, and he looks at Stannis. 
But to me, Stannis gives him a look like, oh, shit. No. He's serious. No. Stannis gave him a look like, yeah, that's how you do it. That's how you do it, yeah. You got somebody talking fucking shit shit in your face. Yeah. Then you got to do it. Stannis is all about that hard lesson, which is why Davos got no fucking fingers on one of his hands. That's true. That is true. This is what we know about Stannis. Davos saved his ass, and mm-hmm. Stannis is grateful to him, but he still chopped his fucking fingers off for stealing. Now, what kind of fucking shit is that? <laughs> what kind of friend is that? <laughs> but that's how Stannis rules. Yeah. And so yeah. for John to do that, he's looking at him like, that is so good. That's like pride. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, You're right. You're right. You know what? I like that. I knew I liked that motherfucker for real. <laughs> Exactly you are right, though. Yeah. That is the look that he gave him. That's the look. Yeah, that's the look. Okay, so that's all we got. Oh. Him. That was so happy. That was so I good. I was like, yeah, kill that bitch shit. Yeah. All that fucking whiny, whiny ass. You should have thought of that when you was talking shit. Talking moochoo shit. Because all he had to do, you know what he all he had to do? There ain't nothing but probably 50 of the motherfuckers left because half of them probably got All killed. he had to do was say, damn. Okay. I'll go and then ride somewhere else. Yeah, and go on to catch his ass. Yeah. Because they don't got enough men to go chase his ass, stupid Mm -hmm. motherfucker. He can't go back to King's Landing. Yeah, that's true. You know, the punk. Anyway, so. He's dead now. (laughs) That's all we see of him. But then we get to Tyrion and Varys. Oh, my goodness. And Tyrion is. Oh, my goodness. He says, I got to get up out of here. We got, I got to get out. We in Valanis. I need to get out. I need a drink. I need a whorehouse. I need something. But I need to quit looking at your bald ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. So Poor Tyrion. I was like, mm. oh, Lord, this is not going to be good. This is not going to be good. That's what I thought, too. I thought, dang. Because so, you know how he get when he gets <sighs> liquored up. No, not only that. He but be talking too much. Fucking, he's not inconspicuous. People are going to know exactly. who the fuck he is. Okay? Yes. So he, they walk him through the town. They find some liquor and buy it. They see this red priestess, this Asian red priestess, mm-hmm. and and she's preaching about she's preaching the queen about of dragons, the queen and Valerian. This is what I thought was interesting mm-hmm. because we find out here Tyrion understands Valerian. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. because everything she's saying, he's got a comment back mm-hmm. to Varys. Well, little does he know as she's talking, and he's talking. He ain't fucking quiet. I know. He's just talking because of all that fucking wine. See? That's what I'm saying. When he get liquored up, you yeah. know, dang. So he talking shit. He's like, oh, we're going to go see the Savior. Mm-hmm. I didn't know we were going to see the Savior. And here come the red priestess looking at him. And I'm like, ooh, that's freaky. She looked dead at him. Dead and at he him. And he was on the edge of the crowd on this little platform landing yep. thing. Up some steps. Yeah. And she looked square at him through all them people. All of it. Mm. So then I he, think that freaked him out, though. It did freak him out. Mm-hmm. So then he tells Varys, okay, uh, let's find a whorehouse, a brothel. Mm-hmm. So they go find a brothel, and the, and the henchman, when they get in there, rubs him on the head and says in Valerian, it's, it's good luck to rub a dwarf's head. Yeah. That was fucking <laughs> Yeah, weird. but Tyrion's hands are wood. <laughs> Tyrion's, I like Tyrion's answer, it's though. better luck to suck his cock. <laughs> to suck a dwarf's cock. I'm thinking, oh, Lord, have mercy, Tyrion. But again, uh, it just outlined oh the fact that he speaks Valerian. I know. 
which I love because that yeah. means that they'll have no problem talking, talking, to, talking to Danny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they get in there and they got a prosy that's supposed to be like Daenerys. She well, got blonde hair. Yeah, well, they got this drunk-ass fool talking about, hey, come here, queen of the dragon. And she got on an outfit that's somewhat like her, but without no underwear on. And no back. And no back. Because she had a prostate. Right. So, Tyrion's mm. funny. He's like, everybody wants to fuck a queen. <laughs> so, he sees this dark-haired prostate sitting mm-hmm. there. Because she looked like Shay. Uh, yeah, I think so, too. Mm-hmm. And so he starts talking to her, and she's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. You don't got no money. He's like, look, I have had plenty. I always pay my debts. And while he's saying that, I'm thinking, Tyrion, First why all, are you saying this shit? Every fucking gonna- person in the Seven Kingdoms. No, a Lannister pays their debts. Yes, that's why their line. Why are you talking like when that? When he said that, I thought, oh, my God, they're going to know who you are. Thank you. And you ain't even got to say a word. Thank you. You need to shut the fuck, fuck up. up. Thank you. That's what I said. Damn. But when he gets liquored up. See? Mm. He's been drinking the whole. He's the been whole drinking a good two weeks. Two- <laughs> <laughs> Every since they opened that box. <laughs> Every since he rolled out that box off the boat. <laughs> I just he has surpassed Cersei. Hey. Because she ain't had her wine glass with her for a minute. Wait a okay? minute. And, and you notice now, it's been a couple of weeks. He, he ain't, his ass ain't shaved yet. I hope he's done bathed by now. Well, this is the funny part. So when he's talking to the prosty and she finds out he, he got, maybe he got some money. Yeah. He, well, we're going to have to wash you up first. We got to wash you first. Come on. I was like, girl, yes, oh, you Oh, my goodness. So, you know, he probably, because he hasn't shaved yet. I so, he shit. probably hasn't even bathed yet. No, where are they going to bathe out there on the road? Well, I bet while it was at that. Oh, I'm sure he did there, but I mean, place. on okay. the road. Anyway, you know. I thought that was funny when but she said, oh, you're going to have to wash first. We're going to have to wash, wash you, you first. <laughs> but what was interesting beforehand was when she says, well, everyone wants to fuck a queen. She always gets all the people. He's like, well, I would pick you over her. She's, and she's like, why? He's like, because you have a skeptical mind. Mm-hmm. And, she, and that's, I think, what won her over also. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, well, we can, ha- we can, we can hang. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so when she goes to grab his hand and to take him to go wash up, he says, I can't do it. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can. Just have another drink. He's like, nope, I'm sorry. I just can't do it. Yep. So I think it's, I was thinking a combination between um, what's her name, Shay. Shay. He felt guilty. Feeling guilty for Shay, and the fact that he's still married to Sansa technically. Because do you remember that he never since he got married to Sansa, he didn't even sleep with Shay. True, but as Littlefinger pointed out, she's not married. And, and legally in the realm because they never consummated the marriage. Well, but I don't think he knows that. Oh, he, uh, he's a Lannister. He would know that. Oh. Yeah. Well, anyhow, so he tells, I don't think that had anything to do with it. You think it was Shay only? It, it was Shay. They need to quit having him pining for fucking Shay. Well, That's all and, I well but the reason he's doing that is because he killed her. It'd be different if she yeah. just, if somebody killed her or she had an accident But he had a good fucking Wait, reason. Wait, of course he had a good reason, but he's the one that killed her. I know. So that's why Still. he's doing that pining. So he says, well, I got to go to the bathroom first. Or no, I just got to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So he goes outside 
and goes to the bathroom. And the first thing I thought was, damn, men are so nasty. Nasty. Nasty motherfuckers. They go pee on the side of the building, on the bushes, everywhere. Damn. Mm. So it's dark. It looks like a high fucking floor, first of all. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, you might want to back up a minute. Yeah, there might be something down there. Or you might fall when you're drunk at Oh, he was way on the edge. Mm-hmm. And then you see somebody creeping up behind him. I thought, oh, oh shit. shit. So he says, hey, hey, Jorah, I don't want to see you. He don't call him by name. No, he doesn't. No, not Jorah. Excuse me. Uh, I'm losing my mind. I'm so tired. Varys, that's it. Uh, he thought it was Varys coming up on him, but it wasn't. And they finally pan the camera a little bit, and we see it's Jorah. Mm-hmm. Put a rope around his neck and a gag in his mouth. Flips him over his shoulder and says, I'm taking you to the Well, queen. he put a hood over his head. He also put a gag right. in his mouth. But he did put a hood and over his head. And he said, I'm taking you to the queen. Now, I want to know what fucking queen. Now, that's, see, I thought at first he was talking about Daenerys. See, I didn't. But the I first think, thing I thought was, oh, shit, he's taking him, him to Cersei yep. so he could get back in. Yep. Good with them because yep. Danny done already banished his ass. Exactly. And that's what I think oh, it is. Oh, shit. And that is going to be awful. That's going to be awful. That's exactly what I think it is. Because my first thought was it was going to be uh, Daenerys. Mm-hmm. But now I think it's Cersei. I think it's Cersei. Yep. I hope, but I hope not. First of all, to get a reward because he's heard about this reward. Exactly. Everybody said, has. Somebody said last time they're given a... Lordship, a lordship. To anyone that brings him, and he's been, uh, he has been pegged a traitor for yep. a long time. Therefore, yep. he has every incentive to take well, Tyrion to Cersei. He has a paper, piece of paper. That's pardon. true, but still, he he ain't got no lordship or lands or nothing. Nope, ain't got shit. So he, you know, even if he do did go back, I said, damn. Oh, damn. I am so worried for him. But you know what, though, even if he takes. Tyrion to Danny in her current state of mind, I don't know that he would fare too much better. Well, I mean, that's where he was going in the first place. Because so he's a Lannister, though. They was going to have to, well, like I said, they was going to have to do a lot of talking any motherfucking way. Yeah, but him and Varys could probably do that. Varys ain't with him. Unless Varys intercepts them or something. Or well, sees Jorah. Right. He, he's not going to know where he went. True. So that's ooh, the issue. That's going to be bad. That's the issue. So I was like, damn, damn, damn. Poor Tyrion. Poor Tyrion. Well, poor nothing because honestly, he broke that shit on himself. Varys told him, look, everybody looking for your ass. Yeah, we that's gotta true. We got to lay fucking low and you ain't inconspicuous. <laughs> okay. He didn't listen. He wanted nope. to get out of that damn... Crate or whatever the hell. <clears throat> so, anyway, I was like, damn you, Tyrion, shit. Mm, mm, mm. Running off out the fucking mouth. I know it. But Talking when, loud and shit. When he told that girl, oh, I always pay my debts. I thought, oh, Lord. And Draw was probably up in there listening then. Probably. Shit. Probably. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. So, anyway, that was it. That was the end of the episode. That was very <laughs> that good was episode, good. though. Very which, good. And I noticed, guess who wasn't in this episode? Daenerys. Yep. Which is sad that that made it good. <laughs> well, you know. We also didn't have Dorne, either. They have to go back and forth and back and forth. I know. They got a whole lot of places. 
No, but I mean, you know, we've been so annoyed with her. Yeah. It's probably good that they gave us a break from her. <clears throat> well, I think we're, we're going to see Dorn next week. Yeah. The uh, next episode. Yeah, I think so, mm-hmm. too. Okay. Okay. Well, let's start. Let's get on with our feedback. Okay. We have some iTunes reviews, some new ones. Cool. Yeah. Um, the first one is from Chech Movie Friend, the Sisters Rule Podcast. These two ladies, sisters, not sisters... If you are confused, yeah, are the best podcast for anything they choose to review. I found them through the Thrones podcast, picked up The Walking Dead, and even listened to all of their True Blood podcasts, even though I've never watched the shows. Wow. There is no set in stone format. It can vary a little. But in general, they do a rundown of the episodes and their opinions of it. And if you don't practically fall out of your chair laughing from just this, maybe this podcast isn't for you. And then they read slash listen to the feedback from the Sister Speak family who are also wonderful, funny people. <laughs> yep. I'm always am excited when I see there is a new podcast to listen to and they never fail to make my day better by Chech friend Excuse me, Chesh Movie Friend, five stars. Ooh, thank you, Chesh Movie Friend, <laughs> for you, that Chesh. five star review. That's awesome. And yeah, man, we glad you're watching all our stuff or listening to all our stuff. Everything. Wow. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Chesh. Our next one is from Dwarf Napped. Hey, Dwarf. Sister J and K are fantastic hosts. They bring a highly entertaining and insightful perspective to the shows they review, and I especially look forward to their Game of Thrones recap. Five stars just isn't enough. Five stars. Thank you for the five-star review. Thank you, Dwarf Napped. Wow. Awesome. And then our last iTunes review is from Mayday7716. Hey, Mayday. Um... My two favorite sisters just don't tell my real ones. <laughs> Followed from Walking Dead, planned on watching Game of Thrones but kept putting it off. Started a few weeks before the five premiere to have my sister fixated. Since Walking Dead is on break, love you girls. <laughs> and what I didn't pick up on in this in the show, I can always count on the sisters and the fam to fill me in. Signed, Mrs. Peter Baelish. Oh. Don't you ew me laugh out loud. Ew! <laughs> Mayday 7716, five stars. Thank you, Mayday, for that five Thank star you, review. But ew! He's not Peter Baelish? He is not ew. Mm, mm, I mm. just, you know, he's just weaselly. Oh, he's weaselly. And slimy. But he's slimy! Not, he's not ugly. I can see it. Uh, he's, that. he's a ew to me. <laughs> Thank you, Mayday. <laughs> Thank you, Mayday. Okay, so let's then get on to our email feedback. Okay. Our first email is from Joseph. Hey, Joseph. Hey, Joseph. Hey, ladies. At the start of the episode, I was considering to send in my first voicemail feedback of the season. But damn, so much happened in the episode that I decided to just write in instead. (laughs) Laugh out loud. One, let me just say that I agree with Sister K that all of the scenes from the premiere up to now are all happening at the same time. Yeah. I think it'd be weird to now have the show run different timelines for the various characters and where they are in the world all of a sudden. I think with the case, Lord Tywin's funeral, that they have possibly embalmed the body similar to the Egyptians. For them to embalm the body, it would give enough time for the people who were invited to his funeral 
from all seven kingdoms to arrive. Exactly. And not have it singe up the place that much. Exactly. Just a thought. Yeah, that's a good I point. think so too. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to me, I mean, Tyrion's beard, it takes a while to grow a beard that thick. Uh, two, Sansa. I got a bit worried while she was breaking down, realizing where they were going was Winterfell, yep. and that she'd be marrying Lord Bolton's bastard. Luckily, after Littlefinger kissed her on the forehead, her whole demeanor reverted back to, hell, I got this. Do this for my family and to somehow play with my uncle's feelings. <laughs> Three, the brothel at King's Landing. Was it just me or did you ladies, were you ladies confused with one of the prostitutes' ponytail hair covering their entire face as if she was Samara, the girl from the well in the movie The Ring? That was just weird. Well, what they said before they got to her was she was the faceless person, the faceless god, or that's what her name was supposed to be. Well, I thought they, yeah. So that's why her hair. I that's think, the was only reason she combed her hair to the front think, rather than the back and, yeah. and, and had a braid. And that's because she was playing the part of the faceless god. That's what I think, too. But it was strange looking. Well, but you know. When we saw one of the people from the council get ridiculed, while walking bare-ass naked, I thought of the guy from True Blood who had his pillar and stones out, laid out on the table. Ha! Yeah, remember that dude that yep. they ate at? Yeah. Thankfully, we didn't see his twig and berries except his flabby ass. The actor who played him possibly forgot to put in his contract to not show his ass on the show. Laugh out loud. Yeah, but he had a better butt than Dario's. <laughs> Now, that discussion was on our uh, group, Facebook group. Yeah. Oh, that's too funny. Mm-hmm. I didn't really pay attention to this guy's butt, honestly. Hey, it was firmer than the other, than, than sure the fake it was. Dario. I'll take your word for it. I know. And he's an old guy. I think I'd rather go for Dario number two's concave butt. Oh, hell no. Well, I wouldn't go with this fool. Mm. So if I had to choose between this fool and Dario, I'd have to go with him, even though I wouldn't want to. Uh, four. Lady, excuse me, <coughs> Lady Brienne. Her backstory really touched me. Who knew that she already before encountered Renly when she was a girl who saved her from the guy she danced with at the ball who called her rude names? Yeah, that was actually a good yeah, backstory. that was. Five, Jon Snow. Damn, I'm kind of digging Lord Alistair right after Jon made him first ranger. The look on his face made it seem he fully respects him now. Oh, well... But when, I don't know about fully, but he does respect him. But when the bald dude got the short end of the stick, Alistair's face cracked me up. His look said, bitch, quit complaining and sit your ass down, motherfucker. <laughs> it was even more so when John ordered them to get his sword and to bring the bald dude outside. Alistair just moved aside like a badass. He did. He just stepped aside. Laughed out loud. Varys and Tyrion, number six. It was great for them to have the last ten minutes of the episode be all about them. I laughed out loud so hard when Tyrion just casually said that him and Varys should look for a brothel. Tyrion was such a hopeless romantic when he said, who needs wealth when you can make a woman laugh? Either way, they were really speeding up the journey to Marine now that Jorah is back. I'm pretty sure Sister J was laughing at the way Jorah just picked up Tyrion <laughs> like a little kid and putting him over <laughs> his shoulder. Laugh out loud. Well, that's, that's it for me, ladies. Talk to you later. Joseph from Las Vegas. Thank you, Joseph, Thank for you, that Joseph. email. And I mean, I didn't laugh for that, but I was just I would shocked. I hope not. Yeah, I was just shocked that he got snatched. He got got. He got got. Yeah, that's because he's, he, you know, 
He been liquored up and he just ain't paying attention. He didn't listen to, to Yeah, Varys. he didn't listen to Varys, so. Yes, he should have. I hope he'd be okay. I hope so, too, but I don't know. <clears throat> you can't never tell. You can't tell. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you, Joseph. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Robert from the Bay. Hey, Robert. Hi, sisters and the Sister Speak Nation. Just finished watching and had to send my feedback on the most recent episode. Overall, I enjoyed the episode, but the most intriguing part was Sir Jorah capturing Tyrion and telling him that he will bring him to the Queen. Yep. Now, the first thing I thought was he was talking about Daenerys. That's, see, that's what I did too, Robert. Uh, I did not thought he'd talk about Cersei. But then I thought, well, if I was Jorah, I would want to free myself from exile. And who best to do so than Cersei? Yep. What do you think? Can't wait to see what happens. I don't know which one he's... He, he, it, I don't either. He's going, however, I'm just I think afraid makes... for Tyrion that it... That Cersei. it might be Cersei. Yep. Because, I he, he, if it's Cersei, he gone. He gone. Because Varys ain't there to save him. Jamie ain't there to save nope. him. Nobody. Ain't nobody there. Thanks, sisters. P.S. Show me what you're working with. <laughs> I'm not a song. Robert from the Bay. <laughs> Thank you, Robert. Thank you, Robert. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. <sighs> hey, I was I was really asking. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you're working with, babe. Maybe babe. we'll see Jack in next week. I hope so, and I hope taking a bath or something. Thank you, shit, with less clothing on. That's what I'm saying. Cause he mm-hmm. got that big ass robe on. I know, and that's just too much. <laughs> oh, it's too much fabric. Them girls ain't even got that much fabric. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Thank you, Robert. Okay, our next feedback is from Sir With Love. Hey, sir. Hey, sisters. Sir With Love again. Sister J, you can't say, where you been? Since I just (laughs) chimed in last episode. (laughs) But I couldn't let this week's events pass, even if it means jumping in two weeks in a row. Oh, well, yeah. Jump in every week. Note to Danny. Boo, spend a little time at the Jon Snow Leadership Academy. <laughs> it's a school run by a new age player with old school pimpitude. <laughs> I like that. Lesson new age player. With old, old school pimpitude. Old school pimpitude. Lesson one, you take advice, but you own your actions. <laughs> Lesson two, don't dither once you have chosen a path. Yep. Play your cards right with John, girl, and those dragons just might get a daddy out of this. <laughs> Side note, wouldn't a John Danny offspring be pretty kick-ass? Ooh, yeah. Okay, my, my specific thoughts on the episode. How slick was John to undercut his head detractor on the Night's Watch? No ton, pun intended. Yep. By letting that fool's BFF talk his way into an execution. Play on, playa. <laughs> How are you looking, Stannis, but were you paying attention? Might come in handy soon. <laughs> yeah, oh, you know what though? Shit. I was a. Hey, I was thinking about it. And did you notice how Snow totally handled that sword chop like a boss, mm-hmm. without even a touch of fanfare? Exactly. Even his brother, former King of the North, got the handshakes when he executed his smart mouth cousin Karstark. Yep, remember that? That's true. Remember that? He did. John didn't though. But see, John done seen some things. He's like Arya. Yeah. He been through some he shit. He been through some shit. Mm-hmm. I personally was waiting for John to turn to the crowd afterwards, spread his arms, and yell, I'm Jon Snow, bitches. <laughs> and if you don't know, now you do. <laughs> Lord Commander Snow, I salute you, and I can't wait for the War of the North. 
Respect to you all, sisters. Sir with love. Thank you, sir. Thank with you, love. sir. That's good. <laughs> That's good, though. I mean, but hey, yeah, I think John has probably reached a little turning point because he is pretty badass. He's badass. I love mm-hmm. it. And now, trust me, he's got the respect even of those that voted against him now because yes. they know that shit wasn't right. And they all took the same vows and shit. So but they know. They know it ain't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, our next piece of feedback is a voicemail, and it's from Tammy. Oh, yay. So let me play that now. Okay. Hey, sisters. It's Tammy. Um, I'm going to use SpeakPipe. Um, I, I listened to the last podcast, and I, I didn't know that uh, Prince Dorn was in a wheelchair. I had no idea that that chair he was in had wheels on it. <laughs> Um, so I'm so sorry. Um, let's see. I can't wait to see the sand snakes. I was hoping that we would see them this last episode, but we didn't. That's fine. Um, no Danny as well, except, uh, the prostitute version of Danny. As soon as I saw that prostitute and that blue dress, I just knew that that she was, I was like, she's just like Danny, except, you know, her ass is hanging out. That was just awful. Um, but Cersei and Marjorie and Marjorie with that wine comment, like, oh, we, we don't have any wine because, you know, we don't drink this early, but we can get you something, you know. And then just I don't I don't know. I, I wonder if Cersei's planning something with Marjorie or was she just kissing up to her? I don't get what it was. I guess she just felt like, you know, I wish I could wring your neck. I couldn't tell what was going on. All I, I almost felt kind of sorry for Cersei, but, you know, I shouldn't. I really shouldn't. Um Let's see. And jacking, we had a lot of jacking, just kind of gliding around in that dress, that robe he's wearing, just gliding around. You know, I guess he's not jacking anymore, but it's his face. I I wish he would be a little more like the last, the jacking that we knew, but I know he's supposed to be someone else now, but with the same face. So I'll see what happens with Arya. I hope that, you know, she... I don't know. I hope she she works it out with that House of Black and White and becomes the person that she wants to be. And damn, Sansa. Sansa. Littlefinger just basically selling Sansa off to Ramsay and the Flayers. That's what I'm going to call them. Ramsay and the Flayers. They're just flaying men left and right. Dang. And Ramsay and this crazy ass. I don't even know what's going to happen with that. I just, he says he'll never hurt Sansa, but I'm sure he might get someone else to do it because he's just a crazy fool. Um, I like the scene with Brienne and Pod. I know I'm jumping around a lot, but I, I wanted to cover everything I liked. I liked um, Brienne and Pod. That was really cute. So now I know why Brienne liked, loved Renly so much. And lastly, John kills Jan of Slint, which I was so happy about because that motherfucker had to go. He, killing babies, being all cowardly. He was only standing up to John because he thought that uh, Alistair Thorne would back him up. And then he just, and then he like breaks down like a coward. I just, I was so glad to see him go. All right. I'm going to cut this short because I'm almost going to be three minutes. I'm sorry, but this is my first time using speak pipe. All right, sisters. I'll talk to you guys later. Also, um, I loved to hear from um, Christine and I hope that she's doing okay. I'm sending her thoughts, good thoughts and I'm leaving. Bye. Well, thank you, Tammy, for that voicemail. Hey, Andrea. Yes. How you doing? <laughs> oh, Tabby, that was cracking me up, though. That was cracking me up. You know, okay, with Cersei and Marjorie, I took it like Marjorie was trying to, I, th- 
I took it like Marjorie was trying to kiss up to her. Yeah. Because she knows that with a word or two, then Tommen can send her back to Castle Rock. Cersei? Cersei. That's what I said, Marjorie and Cersei. Oh, sorry. Then, uh, so she's afraid of that because she had that conversation with uh, Tommen. Because for all of her little trying to uh, maneuver, but Tommen is the king, and if he, like, said something, then it would be done. I don't think she was kissing up to Marjorie at all. I think she went there to go tell her off, and she got thrown off because she was there with a whole bunch of people. Yeah, well, and, that, that could be. See, I didn't think about it that way. She was thrown off a little because she was like gushy, overly nice to her. Mm-hmm. And then all those digs. Because in the past, Marjorie hadn't been doing digs like that. That is true. She's been nice and Cersei's been ugly. Mm-hmm. And then Marjorie just kind of left her ass alone. You know? Now Marjorie is the queen. And she, she she's got digging. Some, I mean, she, she is got the queen. Some, she done got some oomph in her. Exactly, because she is the queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I just think Cersei got thwarted because she was in that position where she couldn't say what she wanted to say, but she likes to do shit on the sly. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I we're, we're gonna know. see. We're gonna find out. Yeah, we're gonna find out. Uh, Tammy had a second e- uh, feedback. She says, uh, "I sent my first fe- voicemail via feed pipe, and then I looked up how to say the actor who plays Jackson Jackin uh, last name. So here it is." So let's play that. Okay. Hey, Sister Speak, just a quick memo. This is Tammy again. Uh, just a quick moment on um, Tom uh, Vlashia's last name. I looked it up, and I think that is how you pronounce it. The actor plays Jack and Hagar. It's Tom Vlashia. So now um, we can all say it properly. Bye. I'm just going to call him Tom the German. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tammy, Thank for that. Thank you, Tammy. I'm just going to call him Jackin. I'm going to call him Tom the German, a.k.a. Jackin. Tom, a.k.a. Jackin, or Jackin, a.k.a. Tom. Yeah, that's we, easier. Because that's easier. I, yeah, I wouldn't even... You said that good, though, Tammy, but I couldn't do it. I can't do it. Thank you, Tammy. Thank you, Tammy. Okay, our next email is from Lady Pounce. Hey, Lady Pounce. Hey, Lady Pounce. Where's she been? Uh, glad to finally get back to those thrones, to them thrones. Like always, here's my short and sweet commentary for episode three. Hi, Sparrow, a.k.a. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Marjorie, shut the fuck up. You don't know who you are playing with, do you? <laughs> Cersei is the queen bee. <laughs> that is true. Well, she's the evilest one. Yeah, and that's the ones you got to watch. <laughs> Arya, shut the fuck up. That's the truth, though. Do you really want to talk shit to the faceless men? They kill people for a living. <laughs> Good <Y'all>... point. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Jano Slint, you should have shut the fuck up. <laughs> Too late, player. Tommen, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Nobody likes to talk post-coitus. <laughs> well, she says, well, I don't. Just give me some wine. <laughs> Until next week, sisters, Lady Pounce. Oh, thank you, Lady Pounce. Hey, out with you. Just give me a glass of wine. That's it. That's too Mm, funny. mm, mm. Oh, Lord. That's good. That's a good one. Next piece of feedback is from Abraham. Hey, Abraham. How's it going, sisters? I have to admit, coming back to Game of Thrones after one of my favorite characters died is hard for a man to do. 
I'm not. Who? Who? Which one? Oh, okay, hold on. I'm not feeling this season either. Seems like the first uh, three episodes were meant to be set up for future episodes. They need to go to get on with it. Anyway, sending you this tagline in Oberyn's memory. Oh. So let's play this tagline now. Okay. How you doing, sisters? This is Abraham calling from Oceanside, California. I will be your champion. Oh, yeah. I like that. Abraham. I love it. Yeah. Ooh, we love your voice, voice, too. I know. Man, y'all got some good voices. Y'all do. Y'all really do. Dang. I need to be on podcast. (laughs) Thank you, Abraham. That was great. Love it. Love it. Okay. Our next piece of feedback is from... Alex, the tax man. Hey, Alex, the tax man. <sighs> oh, Alex. I love it. This is looks like it's a very short. <laughs> hey, sisters. This is the abridged, abridged review. <laughs> <clears throat> this was a good episode. Until next time, sisters. <laughs> Alex... <laughs> Alex, the tax man, first of his name. Redheaded stepchild of the Sister Speak family. P.S. <laughs> I couldn't leave it like that. Just a few things. Aria, yawn. Get you the good stuff, Jackin. Marjorie, your friends cackling like hens might get you killed. Uh-huh. You, need, you either need to chill or you need to act fast. Well, that, that well, is possibly true. But hopefully she understands. Kyburn, dude, a zombie mountain? I'm just not ready for that. For that. Mm. Sansa, what did you do in your former life to get such terrible luck? I know this Ramsey Bolton marriage can't last long. Littlefinger can't let this stand for long. And like that one maid said, the North remembers. Yep. And that's it. Ta- Alex Taxman, that's all. That peace out. Okay. Well, thank you, thank Alex, you, Alex, for that quite short email. Ooh, that's not like you at yeah. all. Yeah. We love it. But I do think, yeah, I do think you're probably right. I think for whatever reason, who knows why Littlefinger's doing this, but I don't think for a moment that he is going to let Sansa stay there yeah. with them. I really don't. Mm-mm. So I don't know what he got up his sleeve. Well, I, I think, huh, I'm not sure what his I don't know. Is. Who knows? I yeah. mean, you can never fucking tell with Littlefinger. Yeah, see, I don't know because, because he already has Hall. Now he has the Eerie. Yep. So, what is it? I don't know. I mean, if they, if he lets them get married, and then something happens to Ramsay and, and Ruth, she inherits all that shit. Well, now that's true. And then he could marry her, and they could really, you know, they they would own that all kinds of shit. And then Stannis really couldn't do nothing, because, I mean, she would be the rightful heir to Winterfell. She's, well, besides John because she'd be right. the oldest. Right. But, you know... I don't know how, I don't know what he's thinking. Yeah, see, we don't know what his little plan is yet. We nope. just saw the first glimpse of this little plan. Yep. See, so, we don't I know. Am interested to mm. see. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Alex. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Gabriel. Oh, hey, Gabriel. He says, here it is. Hopefully, it will be good this time. His tagline. Oh, let's hear it. So, let me go ahead and, and let's play this now. Okay. Hey, hello, sisters and Sister Speak family. This is Gabriel from Belgium. What is the closest thing to the sisters in Game of Thrones? Well, dragons. Why? They are awesome. You can't mess with them. 
and sometimes they throw fire at you. Oh, thank you, Gabriel, for that um, uh, tagline. Thank we you, Gabriel. love it. Love your and, accent. Yeah, we love your accent, of course. And yeah, you can't mess with us. We are like the dragons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you pick up on that. <laughs> Sometimes there's fire. Yeah, sometimes there's fire. I love the, the sound effect, though. That's great. You put that, that together. Go ahead, Gabriel. You went the extra mile. You sure did. <laughs> Thank you for, for uh, calling in, too, because we love the accent. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think Gabriel also had an email. Okay, cool. So uh, let me read that. It says, hey, sisters, don't know what to think about this episode. I don't think Cersei will go down quietly. Nope. I don't think so either. Marge needs to watch out and don't be too cocky. The wine line got her stumbling. <laughs> Tomlin looked very young, like 13 or 14, but the actor is actually 17. Mm. Fun fact, the actor who plays Tommen now played Martin Lannister, cousin of Tommen, in the season three. Huh. Oh, Sansa never fails to annoy me. So useless. <laughs> and I kind of like, agree. Aw. Um, <clears throat> she deserves Ramsey. At this point, you have no excuse to be so weak anymore. Well, now that's a good point, Gabriel. Still, I would be very surprised if something does not happen in that storyline. I mean, I don't get how Littlefinger would want her in that situation. I don't think he does. Even if you don't know all about Ramsey, it still does not make sense. There is something behind this. Pretty sure he still wants Sansa to be the mother of his kids. Yep. And all the good stuff that comes with it. Um, finally, the Tyrion storyline. Well, first of all, yes, I agree with you. I, think, I agree. I think uh, Littlefinger wants her for himself, but he wants to get this deal done first so that mm-hmm. he can have more control of more of the area. Mm-hmm. And I then get so his too. revenge I think so too. on them that killed Catelyn yep. and her mama. I think so, too. Yep. So, uh, finally, the Tyrion storyline. Tyrion got what he deserves, too. Uh, excuse me, deserves. Too confident. Just stay in that box a bit more. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I know it's not easy, but not the hardest thing in the world either. The exchanges with Varys were hilarious. Yes. Hopefully friendzone Jorah brings him to Daenerys and not Cersei. Ain't that the truth? I would be shocked if it was to Cersei. What would be the point of the whole escape, etc., etc.? Plus, you already know he was there for fake Khaleesi. So lame. Laugh out loud. Gabriel from Belgium. Thank you, Gabriel. Thank you, Gabriel. Well, I don't That's know a though. Good point. But it could—I mean—but it could be Cersei, though. I mean, I think at this point, I think it is Cersei because I don't think there's nothing he can gain bringing him to Danny. Yeah, but he has a lot more to gain bringing him right. to Cersei. I mean, because all he so. could say to, to Danny is, "Well, he's a Lannister." Yep. You know, but yeah, Cersei's offering a lordship. A lordship. Yeah, probably a pardon, extra pardon. Uh, yeah, you know. So, mm. so, but that mean that would mean he got to get on a boat. So maybe, maybe Varys can get him back if he knows where he went. Yeah, that's the problem. Dang, that's this is this is this is it's gonna be good. Questionable. Yeah, yeah it's getting it's deep. Thank you, Gabriel. Thank you, Gabriel. So our next email is from Krista. Hey, Krista. Hey, Krista. Hey, sisters. I've been listening for a while, but this is my first time sending feedback. Ooh. 
Welcome. Welcome. I have to say, I love your podcast so much. Yay. In fact, that I started watching Walking Dead just so I'd have a reason to keep listening. <laughs> oh, oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Well, I'm just impressed with people that do that, though. I know. Wow. Anyway, I had a rough day today, so I turned on your podcast to listen to it on the way home. It started right at the part where Bunny was leaving her feedback about Sansa. <laughs> I busted out yeah. laughing and continued through her email and then really lost it with her follow-up email. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny, though. She said, oh, yeah, let me do a quote by Sansa. Um, um, wait, um, there is none. Yeah, that was good, though. That was good. I was trying to drive home in the dark, laughing my ass off with tears streaming. <laughs> it was just what I needed. Thank you so much for all you do and for creating this very extended family that we all feel a part of. <laughs> my one piece of feedback on this episode is, ew, yuck. <laughs> Throw up in my mouth a little when watching the wedding night bedroom scene. <laughs> That's just a little boy. I know. <laughs> Krista from Springfield, Missouri. Thank you, Krista. Wait, wait, wait. PSS or PPS to Bunny. Should you feel the need to cut off any balls, it will be much easier with Valerian steel. (laughs) Yeah, I know that's right. Thank you, Krista. Thank you, Krista. For that email. Uh, And we're so happy you wrote in for the first time. Yeah, we are. But you know what? I didn't have that feeling with the. Tommen and Marjorie's bedroom scene. I mean, she's not really old either. She's older than him. She is, though. But compared to him, it's it's old. <laughs> I mean, I think in the story, he's supposed to be like 14 or so, 15. Mm-hmm. And she's supposed to be like 22, 3, something like that. So that's not, that's not, that's not. I didn't think she was that old. She's supposed to be. Maybe not. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't think because she was married off to Renly. Like, when she was young. That's only been a year or two ago. Right, but but that's what I'm saying. She was young, so I I don't think she's that much older than them. Don't Mm. know. Anyway, thank you. Thank you so much, Krista. Okay, our next email, oh, it's another one from Abraham. Okay, cool. So it's a P.S., so we'll just act like we remember the other one. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. No, he's saying in his first email... That um, it was a tagline for Oberyn. So he says, P.S. I decided to watch episode three again. I thought I might have missed something. But no, this was by far my least favorite episode. Karate Kid ripoff. Uninteresting backstories. A fake-ass small council. <coughs> a pouty Tyrion. No dragons. And a waste of Jon Snow at the wall. Wish he chose Winterfell. So far this season is just a big letdown for me. Marjorie hmm. and the Frankenstein experiment were the only things that made me take notice. <laughs> I think I'm looking forward to your next podcast more than I am the next episode. Aww. Love you too, and a big hey y'all to the family, Abraham. Thank you, Abraham. Thank you, Abraham. Well, I'm sorry you're not enjoying this season. I, I am. Oh, I liked it. I, I like it a lot. I mean, I kind of wish that he would have chosen Winterfell also just because I want to see him fight. But I, I like that his character stuck to his guns when he believes. I kind of feel like, though, he is going to do something. He's not just going to be stuck up at Winterfell. The wall, Castle Black. Excuse me, Castle Black. Yeah, the wall. Well, I frankly think that that whole 
episode was a setup for him to go to Winterfell. Yeah. And he is going to finally see Sansa and Theon. Mm. It's going to be awesome. I think by the end of the season. But I think he's going to go with uh, with uh, Stannis. See, I don't know that he'll even see them because they keep passing each. You know, Ain't that the truth? Kid keeps passing, so I feel like whatever yeah. is going to kick off with Littlefinger and the Boltons might kick off before Stannis and them get there. I don't know. We're just going to see. I don't know. Ooh, I can't wait to t- find out. Okay. Thank you, Abraham. Thank you, Abraham. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Crackers. Hey, Crackers. Crackers Finn. Hey, sisters. Before I get into feedback, please give my condolences to listener Shalita on her mother's passing. I know. I heard about it on another podcast and wanted to let her know my prayers are with her. So can y'all be my delivery ravens to get this message to her? Yes. And before Sister J cusses me out, I mean ravens like on the show. I'm not calling y'all black ass birds. But yeah, Shalita Shalita does know that the family sends their condolences. So yes, we have. She appreciates um, it, and so do we. Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> she says, "Man, Tolman is so sweet and lovable that he's going to die horrifically very soon. Probably. They go bring Sir Pounce back to assassinate him by the fifth episode. <laughs> and because nobody on this show ever gets what they want, Marjorie ain't never going to get pregnant by a king." Probably not. Let her fuck around and become the widow to a third king. People are going to start smelling a conspiracy with her ass. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. Much like Wu-Tang Clan, Jon Snow ain't f- nothing to fuck with. <laughs> <laughs> All anybody on the wall talks about is how Jon Snow been killing everybody in front of him. And somehow Jano Slynn thought that that didn't apply to him. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just wish Jon would have known... That he killed the man that betrayed Ned. Yeah. In case y'all don't remember, when Joffrey became king, John also told Ned that he had his back, but led an ambush on him instead. Janos was also the one finding and killing King Robert's bastard. Yep. Yep. Sansa is going to murder the hell out of Ramsay. I think so, too. All his and the entire kennel of dogs. She ain't about that being tortured life no more. <laughs> okay, maybe Brienne will have to do it for her. Laugh out loud. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. Yeah, because Brienne's coming. Yep. Unfortunately, now that we got Pod and Brienne's origin stories, it's time for them to die. Aww. Oh, don't say that. I hope not. I hope not either. I like them. I do too. I want to feel bad for Tyrion. But Varys told him to stay his ass in the box. <laughs> but oh no, he got to get out and socialize. <laughs> I know. Nobody's feeling bad for Tyrion, though. No, because we're annoyed with his yeah. ass. It just goes to show, you can't tell a Lannister nothing. Unless it's Tommen and Marjorie's vagina is involved. Anyway, that's all I got for y'all. Take care, Crackers. Thank you, Crackers, Thank you, for crackers. the funny email. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I still love Tyrion, but damn, he was stupid. Yeah. You know your ass isn't going to get through uh, Volantis without being recognized. And we know you was trying to call us Blackbirds on Sly. (laughs) 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 We don't appreciate that. I don't think so. Nah, she she wasn't. She wasn't. Thank you, Crackers. Okay. 
Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Steve. Hey, Steve. Dear Khaleesi J and Khaleesi K. <laughs> Hello, sisters. Steve G from Atlanta. Greetings to you and the Sisters Speak family. I liked episode three all around. The show was good, and you sisters were in good form as well. Yay. Sister J was cussing and dropping the F-bomb a lot, though. <laughs> I hope her Tourette's is back under control. <laughs> <laughs> I want to write in for episode two, but was too beat from work to put together an email. <laughs> like a lot of listeners, the first thing I thought about when I saw Jack and Nagar was YouTube. <laughs> I think the only thing that would get you more excited would be to see Morgan from The Walking Dead flying in on a dragon wearing a Sister Speak t-shirt. Yeah! That'd be awesome! <laughs> Back to episode three. When I saw Arya about to throw Needle into the sea, I, it almost broke my heart. Yeah. Needle, to me, is like another character in the show, and it's also a connection between Arya and Jon Snow and the wonderful Serio Pharrell. Yep. I'm not sure how smart it is to try and hide something from the faceless men, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's going to find it, I'm sure. Like I said before, you feel that they are setting up the pieces for a big showdown or showdowns down the road a little. Yep. There will be weddings and dragons and lots of blood. And more than a few boobs and butts. Yeah, because we've had plenty of that. Yep. Cersei is looking weak and pathetic these days, but we shouldn't count her out. What is going on with her and Littlefinger? That's what I want to know, Steve. Yep. With Tywin dead and Jaime and Dorne with Bronn, she is left to fend for herself. But she may have a powerful ally soon in a reanimated mountain. Yeah, well, well but, but he's going to be crazy, though. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It'd be nice if he popped the cap in her. But I see, I don't know what we would do without Cersei, though. Oh, uh, well. Thanks to Rainbow for the shout-out last week. When I wrote the Khaleesi introduction parody for the sisters, I said, the Khaleesi's of exuberant catchinations. Catchinations means loud laughter. <laughs> I thought it might sound better than the Khaleesi's of cackling. <laughs> All the best. Steve. <laughs> yes, yes, Steve. Yes, Steve. That sounds much better. I, mean, uh, I didn't thank know you. what the hell catchinations meant. <laughs> you need to put some damn uh, de- definitions near these words. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Steve. Uh, thank you, Steve. <laughs> okay, our next piece of feedback is from Katrina. Hey, Katrina. Hi, sisters. I'm another long-term listener, but first-time commenter. Your podcasts are quite addictive in the best legal way. Hopefully my comment is short enough. Sansa really doesn't do well in the fiancé stakes. First Joffrey, then Loras, then Tyrion, and now Ramsay. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. That's a good point. I think it's time for her to send a raven to the cute saying guys are us. Or her next fiancé might be Walter Frey or the Chief White Walker. Laugh out loud. <laughs> Mm. She needs to just go hide somewhere, really. Everybody's trying to marry her ass off. Brienne's talk to Sansa could only have gone worse if she'd mentioned Arya, as Brienne would then be admitting that she didn't save Catelyn, lost Arya, and killed Sansa's friend. Really, no good way out of that. (laughs) That's a point. That's a good point. So instead, Brienne will try to kill the only king interested in bringing back the Starks. Oops. Thanks for your wonderful podcast. Cheers. Katrina in Australia. Ooh, thank you, Katrina. Thank you, Katrina, for in that Australia. Email. Hey. Now, do you guys know Tim and Aussie John? 
You know, Australia is a big country. It's huge. I know. It's a huge. I know. But I have people say, hey, I got a cousin that lives in Dallas. They're so-and-so. Do you know? I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> That's true. Dallas is big. Oh, thank you, Katrina. Thank that you, was Katrina. Great. And that was perfect length. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect for your first time. Okay. Looks like we our next piece of feedback is a voicemail from Taj. Oh, um, So let me go ahead and play that now. Okay. Hey, sisters. Hey, sisters. Speak family. This is Taj calling from Satan's Man Cave, a.k.a. Orlando, Florida. Um, I love this episode. I love, love, love this episode, mainly because this is the first time I've actually laughed out loud, um, like continuously laughing at the Game of Thrones episode. Marjorie is my new favorite character. Because the shade she threw when she offered Cersei a glass of wine, but then said it's a little bit early in the day for the rest of us. Um, and then the way she worked Tommen to make him, without saying it, she was pretty much telling him that you're a mama's boy. And um, the way she worked that whole situation, Marjorie, it, Marjorie plays the game very, very well. Um, as she plays the game for the long con. Like Cersei, Cersei deals with things in the here and now, and that's what trips her up because she's she rushes to judgment so quickly that she doesn't see the future. But Marjorie plays the long con, and Marjorie, just by calling her grandma and asking and calling her mom, you know, just making sure that Cersei knows that hey, you're getting old and I'm new. So um, she she plays the game really really well. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is I don't believe that Cersei sent Littlefinger a note all the way up in Winterfell. I believe that it's a all an elaborate plan by Baelish to get Bolton back for killing Caitlyn. Um, Baelish loves Sansa. We can say a lot about Littlefinger, but he loves Sansa. And, um, there's no doubt in my mind that he doesn't already know the reputation of Ramsay. And there's no way that this marriage is going to happen. I think that... This is Baelish's little plan to get Sansa in Winterfell, and then Roose Bolton and Ramsay Bolton are going to die, and Sansa's going to be Lady of Winterfell, and Baelish is going to be the one to guide her, so he will have Winterfell, the Aerie, and um, uh, I forget the other place that Joffrey gave him, but I don't think that... He this marriage to Ramsay is going to be a real thing. I think he he told he asked Sansa the question before. What do we do to those that hurt the ones we love? That's my feedback, sisters. Um, I'll see you on the next episode. Oh, Taj, thank you for that voicemail. Thank you, Taj. And you are so correct. That's what Littlefinger did tell her. He did he say said, that. What do we do to, to the, the ones, ones we love? That hurt the ones that, we love. That hurt the ones we love. Yep. Yeah. Well, we know he got something planned for Ruth Bolton and Ramsey. I don't think for a minute he's going to let Sansa marry that fool. I, well, I think he might let her marry him. But I, don't I don't think so. How else will he get control of all that shit then? Well, but see, I don't think that marriage is gonna—it's gonna be no time soon. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, no. I don't know, but I, 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 I honestly do think Littlefinger does have a plan. I think that we know I, we got ulterior motives. I agree with you, Taj. He loves Sansa, and he—he he doesn't want anything to happen to her. But he wants no. to get that land or shit or whatever his plan is in motion whether it's to have her marry him or not mm-hmm. he got something in motion and he wants to get kicked he off he has a plan yeah yes. he does mm-hmm. but i'm not sure she said that 
she thinks that Cersei didn't send him the note, that he engineered it, but I think she did. I think she sent him. What do you mean Cersei didn't send him a note? That's what Todd said. Well, but we saw her give the note. Yeah, so I, I think, though. We saw her give what, the note to Kyburn. Yep. And, and have him to send a raven. Yep. To the Eyrie. So I think that that part's right, but I, yeah. I am agreeing that he's got some other motive for all this shit, and I'm, I'm yeah. interested to see what it is. He's got something going yep. down. He got something going on. Thank you, Tosh. Thank you, Tosh. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Tiffany. Hey, Tiffany. Or Tiffany, excuse me, Tiffy. Tiffy. Hello, Sister J and Sister K. I just wanted to clear something up. I have been writing in since last summer when I first wrote in about Prince Oberyn's death scene against my sister's better wishes because she wants to keep y'all all to herself. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying it now. Tiffy from Philly is here for the ride. Okay. I don't care what you ladies podcast. I'm completely supporting the funniest ladies I know. I'm the one that read Cocoa Puffs, the one who sent you a pic of baby Zion. You ladies ha- that been there for Tartar since our mother's passing. Yeah. Aww. I just needed to clear that up. The one that started Fringe then stopped like Sister K. Then finished because I was told not to bring that shit up. Oh! <coughs> now look, Tiffy. Oh! I love it, though. I know. Uh, can't wait to hear the Empire podcast. Yep. Here is a picture of me to put a face with the name, along with another pic of my baby Zion, who is now three. Love Ooh. you, ladies, and the Sister Speak Nation. I remember that. Tiffy from... Philly. I remember the baby. Oh. Oh, look at that sweetie. Look at Oh, look at him. He is adorable. Oh, got the nerve to be out there playing some sports. He three. Look Looks at like that. Looks like he's on a football field with the basketball. Uh-huh. With the basketball. That is oh, I love his cute. hair. I know. He is so cute. And then this is Tiffy. Oh, you cute too. Pretty Tiffy. Very pretty. Oh, uh, that's good. Okay, this is good. I like having a face with the name. Yeah. And having details, because sometimes I do forget. Yeah, and sometimes, see, uh, or I get people confused. Well, that's what it is. We forget that Tartar's your sister. Yeah. Yeah, see. We got to remember that. Yeah, we got to write that down. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you, Tiffy. Oh, and we love the pictures. From Philly. Now we got it straight. Yeah, we got it straight now. For another week. And, and he's, he's a cutie. Very cute. Hi, Zion. Hey, Zion. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Nick. Hey, Nick. Hey, sisters. It's my first time writing in. Woo! Woo welcome, welcome to the family, Nick. I've listened to the past seasons, but never felt that there was anything important enough for me to comment on. Just know that I love you two. And you seriously make me so happy. Yay! Your podcast makes my day so much better, and I find myself smiling at random strangers on the street <laughs> when I'm listening. <laughs> I have done that in my car before, too. <laughs> listening to one of those best ofs or something. <laughs> Enough of that. On to the feedback. This isn't about the podcast itself. It's about your last podcast. I just really feel I need to contribute to the ongoing Sister Speak conversation about Dario's butt. <laughs> it seems that all of this recent Dario nudity is due to the wishes the actress who plays our beloved Khaleesi, Emma Clark. According to my friend, sometime around season three, she told the writers that she wouldn't get naked again until they balanced out the male and female nudity. 
I just thought you two may be interested to know this. Oh, cool. Well, that's good. Hey, I'm good for her. Yeah. Good for you, Emma. Put some more dudes in there. I'll that's go. right. Let them have a booty. Yeah, but let's have some gray worm butt. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, that's all for now. I'm super happy to finally be joining the family. Hope you two have fantastic weeks. Nick from Dallas. Ooh, yay, hey, Nick! <laughs> and he says, P.S. You're right about the rude-ass Dallas pigeons. <laughs> I know. And, and they, they are. Aren't they, aren't they rude-ass These pigeons. They are I, scared. They not scared. They ain't scared of nobody around here. <laughs> they are some contrary, belligerent-ass <laughs> birds. <laughs> Bitches, yes. Oh, but you know what's even worse than them? Them what? gackles. Them cackles, gackles. Grackles, cackles. Grackles. Or... I don't know what they are. Those birds? Yeah, them black ones. <laughs> no, those aren't crack grackles. Yes, they are. are. They? Uh-huh. Well, I know we have some big-ass crow looking like birds. Oh, yeah, we got some big-ass birds. And I mean birds. big ass. Mm-hmm. But no, to me, pigeons are worse. Pigeons are pretty nasty. Because those grackles don't fly up and walk right with you. No. You know, like They fly pigeon, away. They fly away. Pigeons stick right there with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they. You look down and you got a whole little parade. Thank you. They're like, bitch, move. We ain't going nowhere. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's so oh, thank you, Nick. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> okay, our next feedback is from Ray. Hey, Ray. Ding, ding, ding. Ring announcer voice. In this corner, we have the reigning champion, Queen Mother Cersei. And in this corner, we have the challenger, new prettier Queen Marjorie. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, this battle will be to the death. Let the rumble begin. I know, baby. Oh, yeah. We see little Marjorie did learn some cunning ways from her dear grandmother. She gave Cersei the business. <laughs> if round one is any indication of what's to come, this battle will be very entertaining. Yep. Yes, it will. Oh, she threw major shade. Major. Major. This season is starting out so good. I started out as a show watcher, then I read all the books. Up until this season, the show pretty much followed the books, but now they have become two separate entities, and I love it. I'm scared and excited about the new story and character arcs. Most of all, Sansa Stark. This season has given life to her character. The new Dark Sansa is tough and becoming smart, which I'm happy to see. This episode has so much Arya and Jacken, John and Stannis, Brienne and Podrick, Tyrion and Varys. Yep. There wasn't a dull moment. They have squeezed so many plot lines this season that it needs to be extended. 10 or 13 episodes is uh, not enough. Well, it's 10. It's 10. It's 10. A short 10. Mm-hmm. Can't wait till next Sunday. Till next time, sisters. Ray from Cali. First of my name. Sugar and spice and everything nice born. Good friend, great mother, best wife. Oh, thank, thank you, Ray, for that <laughs> email. And awesome. I, I think you are correct. The fight is on. The fight's on. With Cersei and Marjorie. It's on. Man, mm, mm, I, just, I just hope Marjorie don't get offed. I like that character. I, I like her. I like her, too. Yeah, I, I like her. Oh, I hope they don't do that, but you never know. Hey, they that red wedding, you never know what they're going to do. You never know what they're going to do. Who would have thought they'd ever do that shit? I know. Ooh, I didn't. Lord. I showed it. Mm. Thank you, Ray. Thank you, Ray. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Bunny. Hey, Bunny. Hey, Bunny. 
Hey, my favorite sisters, J and K. Well, I tell you, we got some rowdy family out there. <laughs> boy, oh boy, post a cute saying about getting my email in on time, and they calling for my head. <laughs> sure, hang the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was laughing. I have a lot to say about this week's episode. I do not think Sansa, ugh, 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 <laughs> will marry Ramsay. She is the only virgin in all the Seven Kingdoms. Uh, I do not think she will ever lose her virginity. <laughs> uh-huh. Bailey, she's going to see to that. I will have a lot of respect for her if she pulls a white, if she pulls a whalebone out of her corset and kills Ramsay and his father. <laughs> if she truly wants revenge, this is what she will do. I now see Jon Snow as a man. He is his father's son. Yep. If he told me to jump, I would say how high. Mm-hmm. Now he is looking real good to me. <laughs> <laughs> to me too, Bunny. I will not comment on the high scepter's ass. He is an old guy, and I do not like to see people humiliated. Uh-huh. And after all that talk of clinching asses, I have had my fill of asses. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? She, she talked about it on our uh, uh, yes. Facebook group page. Clinching, well, we talked about it, too. Yeah, Lord. Marjorie, I do not and never have liked Natalie Dormer. She was Anne Boylan in the Tudors. She always plays historical parts, and when she doesn't, the show is a flop. At any rate, Tom and Sane all day, all night, whatever, was typical little boy on his first sexual encounter. Of course. This child will now do anything Marjorie asks him, asks of him, as she was his first and he is over the moon. Yep. Yeah. That's what she wanted, too. Yep. And that's what her gra- Lady Olana told her. Say, look, yep. you need to work magic. work this thing right. Yep. I'm liking Cersei more and Marjorie less. What? Oh, what? I think Marjorie is meaner than Cersei, and I do not think Cersei stands a chance. I think Marjorie is going to show her true colors. Lady Olana, better hurry up back to school, that girl. What? See, I don't get that part. I don't, I don't see that, I bunny. I see it the opposite. And I see that Cersei going to get... Now, I do agree. Marjorie thinks she's slick, but she ain't that slick. Yeah, I see. Cersei's been doing this shit for a long time. But Marjorie does think she's slick. She does think she's slick. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Yeah, Cersei's been at it way too long. Way too long to let nobody do that. And she's mean with it, so she's going to go overboard. Yeah, she's mean. Marjorie, see, this is the problem. Marjorie's going to throw shade. Cersei's going to throw blows. Yeah. And that's the problem. Yep. Um, but but maybe Bunny's right. Maybe we ain't seen Marjorie's true colors. That, that could be. I mean, hey. A little long, but please do not read me and make the masses happy by hanging the bitch. <laughs> As always, your loyal servant to the mothers of the Sister Speak Nation, Bunny. P.S. I do not believe I just went over my email to check for punctuation marks. <laughs> Hey, we appreciate it, Bunny. Thank you, Bunny. Thank you, Bunny. <laughs> I so appreciate that. Uh, you know what, though? Um, that is hilarious. You may be right, Bunny. Uh, maybe Marjorie's got some stuff up her sleeve. She might. But I like that actor playing Marjorie, though. I do, too. I like her. But it was funny last week when, when Sarah said that smirking whore from High God. Yeah. she be smirking, Jack. She smirks. Smirking. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Bunny. Mm-hmm. Okay, our next feedback is from Brother Eddie. Hey, Brother Eddie. Hey, Brother Eddie. He says, wait, how come I was at work? And Sister K was like, oh, 
He in a wheelchair, the Prince of Dorne. <laughs> then Sister J started laughing. OMG, I lost my shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because that's the way you said that. I did not say it like that. Yes, you did. He says, my staff was like, Eddie, are you okay? <laughs> he says, hi, y'all crazy. Then Sister K was like, Sister J, you're so ignorant. <laughs> then I lost my shit even more. <laughs> <laughs> I love you ladies so much. You bring joy to my boring work day. XOXO, Brother Eddie. Thank you, Brother Thank Eddie. You, Brother Eddie. And hey, I done peeped out when he said, my staff. He did okay. say, you got staff. some folk working for you. He got some staff. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead on, brother. Do you? Do you? (laughs) Okay, our next piece of feedback is ooh, I don't know who this is from. Uh oh. Oh, Shanice. Excuse me. Oh, hey, Shanice. Shanice. Hey, sisters. This is Shanice from Florida. Ooh. I started listening to y'all a few years ago, right after the end of season three of Game of Thrones. But this is my first time writing in. Ooh. Wow. Well, welcome. You for two years. Wow. How could you resist? I know. <laughs> Here are some of my thoughts on the latest episode of Game of Thrones. Okay. It broke my heart to see Arya part with Needle. It's the last bit of her family and her home that she has. Yep. I am happy she decided not to throw it in the water like she did with her other belongings. Did you have? Did she have to throw that pouch of money away? Couldn't she have given it to someone on the streets who could use it? Well, that, that's a good point, yeah, though. True. That is a good point. And um, hit it instead. From now on, I will be referring to Marjorie as Marjorie K. Letourneau. Oh! Uh-huh. Oh! Sadly, the grossest thing wasn't Tommen and Marjorie having sex. It was Marjorie's horrible wig. I laughed so hard. It was kind of bad, though, wasn't it? Well, it's just. It's yeah. It's kind of obvious. Mm-hmm. I laughed so hard when she tried to brush it like it was real hair. And <laughs> 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 what's so terrible about that? Hey, ain't nothing wrong with the weave now. Look. <laughs> she just wanted to get a little weave out. <laughs> She's doing her best to get rid of Cersei, but Cersei seems to be cooking up some plans of her oh, own. Oh, yeah, she cooking. In this episode. In addition to the idiot Cersei has on the small council, she now has the High Sparrow and whatever creature Kyburn is creating in his lap. Mm-hmm. If Brienne doesn't make it in time to put a stop to the marriage of Sansa to Ramsay, there is always poison. <laughs> Ramsay couldn't stop smacking on his food to listen to his father. He clearly loves to eat. Yep. The servants seem to be on the side of the Starks, and it would be very easy to put something in Ramsay's dinner. I think so, too. No, that's right. Uh, by Janos, he's always been a weak man hiding behind an inflated ego, and he got what he deserved this episode. Oh, yeah. Yes, he did. By Tyrion, his ass got snatched up by Jorah at the end of the episode. This was a great episode. Every plot line got advanced. Even Danny's in a strange way, and she wasn't in this episode. I'm assuming Tyrion and Jorah are headed towards her, and the Red Priestess in Volantis gave us new information on how people see Danny as a religious as a religious savior. Now that is true. That's the first time yeah. we've heard that. That that is true. Can't wait till the next podcast. Bye, ladies. 
Um, also, she's got a star next to the Mary Kay Letourneau, and she says, I can't take credit for this one. I got it from someone else, but I thought it was funny, so I'm using it. Shanice. Thank, Thank you, Shanice, for that email. <laughs> well, you know, I don't think... See, I don't have the same idea that y'all... It's not like Marjorie's a pedophile or anything. She's not that much older than that boy. No, but she's still, you know... Well, she is older still, than him, but still. It's still in, you know, because the actors look so young. I mean, he looks really like a baby. Yeah, the he does. The chest ain't even filled out. I know, he does. And, and because we know she's a little bit older, which I think in real life she's like 30 or close to 30. Yeah. Then it is kind of, uh, you know. <laughs> but, hey, before we say all that. We should be saying that same shit for these old-ass men. And there you go. Who get these young-ass girls to star in these movies and shit. There you go. And, and be filling up on them and stuff. So yep. it's no different than that. Yeah. And ain't nobody protesting about that shit. That's so, what I'm saying. You know. Mm. Thank you, Shanice. Thank and you, Shanice. And we appreciate you writing in after all All this, this time, yeah. Oh, love it. Love hearing from all these new folks. Mm-hmm. Me too. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Rainbow. Hey, Rainbow. Rainbow. <laughs> hey, sisters. Sister Rainbow here. First of all, let us not forget that Littlefinger is a big old pimp. He is. He is pimping out poor Sansa. He is. I just pray that she's smart enough to hold on to avenge her family. Yeah, let's hope so. Yep. How great would it be if she played the Bolton bastard and fucked up his stone-eyed daddy? <laughs> By the way, on a side note. Do you find Daddy Bolton sexy? No. I like his eyes and intensity. And he likes a girl with some meat on her bones. I noticed because uh, baby got back. (laughs) Rainbow, wait. I I like his voice, though. I tell you, I didn't notice it till this episode, but I was like, damn, Ruth Bolton's voice is doing something for me. <laughs> I mean, come on now. He that does have a nice, nice voice. He has I a guess nice if you don't voice. Really, if you squint real hard, <laughs> then you'd be all right. But I mean, the <laughs> voice alone <laughs> is just, is fine. Yeah, you his know? voice is very nice. I don't know about the rest of them. Because <laughs> I know he liked to be slitting necks and shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> he liked so, to be flaying folk. But see, I've never heard him talk about Flan, but That's fucking true. Ramsey had to learn that shit from somebody. From something. And in one episode, Ramsey did say, I learned how to, what do you say? I learned how to kill from my mother, but I learned how to torture from my father or something or like something that. Or something like yeah. that. So he learned that shit from somebody mm-hmm. and just took off with it. Um, I'm hoping that Littlefinger has a long con in play and is really avenging his love, Catelyn's death. That, see, that's what I'm hoping. I think he does, though. Also, it was a great act of karma that Jon Snow beheaded Scaredy Cat Slint. Oh, yes. Remember how he murdered all those Baratheon babies? Yeah. That was horrifying. I mean, he, he was bad, but he didn't do it on his own because he ain't that fucking smart. He was told to do it. So but that's not the point. We have to point. give some shit to Cersei and no. Joffrey for But that. he did it, and so, yeah, he had to pay. He oh, Cersei going to pay at some point. Yeah. Of course, this coward of a man would be fine murdering a defenseless child. Mm-hmm. Bye, Felicia. Bye-bye. Love you, ladies. Rainbow. Thank you, Rainbow. Thank you, Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> and I agree, though. Uh, Baelish has got some, he got some long play con, I think. He got some. Yeah, because people need to remember he is an old-time daddy pimp. 
He is. Mm-hmm. He is. He's been pimping for a long time, so he knows all the stuff. And actually, I think he probably thinking about it now. I think he probably just said that shit to a Ramsey just to have conversation. Cause he old school pimp. That me. You better believe he get information on everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. He already he probably has mm-hmm. information. And I, uh, uh, like you mentioned out too, I think that's probably why other than the message that Cersei really did send him a message, but I think that's why Bruce wanted to break that shit up. He saw them in oh, a conversation. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause mm-hmm. he don't want him knowing all his business. No. Yeah. You know? And especially since he's getting a message from Cersei. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Rainbow. Thanks, Rainbow. Okay, our next feedback is from Niambi. Hey, Niambi. Hey, Niambi. Hey, sisters. Sister Speak Family Nation and now Universe. Yay. I was deep in my feelings after watching this episode. I hear my North Philly accent coming out. <laughs> Clearly, I haven't been paying attention because I thought there might be a happy ending. I pray everyone is well, hoping I'm in higher spirits next episode, Niambi. And she's got a voicemail, so let me play that now. Okay, cool. Hey, sisters, it's Niambi in Virginia. And I just watched this episode for the second time, and I was just really annoyed by the whole thing. I mean, it was a good episode, so I guess I don't want to apply like it wasn't good. It was really good, but it was just annoying. I mean that Lord Janice guy basically implied that he was friends or associates with Lord Varys, I'm assuming, because he said there was, you know, foreigners that he, you know, had connections with in the capital. I'm glad that, you know, John manned up and went ahead and cut his head off. I knew that was coming because I'm like, okay, he's a Stark. He's going to cut his head off. So that's going to happen. Um, but I was kind of annoyed with Stannis. I don't know. He's so stern. He's not a very likable person. And then I was annoyed with, you know, Littlefinger sending Sansa off with Ramsey. I mean, that dude is sadistic and a sociopath. And I don't know. He got all kind of problems. And now Sansa is there with those people. And I don't even necessarily think that Ramsey would probably be Sansa's problem. I think it's some crazy girlfriends that he got. Because you saw that crazy lady, like, torturing people just as much as he did. Just sick. So, I'm, I'm like, annoyed and frustrated about that. And then Tyrion got on my last nerve. Like, he act like don't nobody want to kill him for money, basically. And he's out there just... I don't know what his deal was. I mean, he, he got out of the wagon. He was like, I don't want to be in there. Then he's staring at the red priest lady all crazy. Like, she not going to recognize him. I just didn't. I don't know. They just kind of got on my nerves. Everybody kind of got on my nerves. Because, you know, the guy creates these people. And they're like real people. So you care about them. You like them. And then something bad happens to them. And they make stupid decisions. Then they get on your nerves. Like, you know, your family member does or something. Like, I guess I'm annoyed that I'm annoyed that I care or something, but I don't know, sisters. Either way, it, overall, it was a good episode, but they just kind of worked my nerves. All right. Thanks. Bye. Oh, thank you, Naomi, thank for you, that Naomi. hilarious voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, hey Eli. Eli. Oh, Naomi, you was cracking us up. Says, I am so I'm, annoyed. I'm so annoyed. I feel you, though, because shit, 
They do. I love this episode. I love the episode. I'm not saying I didn't like the episode. Mm-hmm. But Tyrion did annoy me a bit because, hell, you are you are going to be recognized, fool. Yeah. Varys was telling you true. Now, how the fuck is Varys supposed to get him from Dora, who is a master fighter? Exactly. Ain't nobody going to get him. Yeah, that's true. You that's know? true. But <clears throat> also, yeah... I hope Sansa has some shit up her sleeve as well. Yeah. You know, I, uh, that would be so awesome if she did. Because, but then I got to thinking another thing, too, as you was talking. If I recall, I, I was trying to think back to season one. And if I recall, Theon and Sansa got along really well. Because uh, he used to tease her. I don't remember that. Yeah, I, he used to kind of tease her. Huh. You know, because she's younger than them. So, I don't remember that at all. But yeah. I, mean, I I'll think take so. your word for it. So it could be when you was talking about Santa and stuff, and hopefully she'll do something, but it could be Theon is the one that takes care of Ramsey. Well. I mean, it could be. It could be. We don't know. We don't know, see. He's so fucking shell-shocked and shit. I know. I don't see that happening. I don't know, though. Like you pointed out, he... He was looking he at perked, Ruth Bolton when yeah. Ruth Bolton told him, stop eating when I'm trying to he talk to you. Up, I mean, to me, I felt like maybe he'll do something with Ruth, but he did perk up when Ruth was telling him to shut up or to quit eating. Yeah, he said, quit eating. I'm trying to talk to you. And he seemed like he was like, oh, what is this about? Mm, because Ramsey immediately stopped. Yep, he did. Put his little utensils down and, and went you know. On. Yeah, and look. <sighs> so, anyway... Well, I'm sorry you was annoyed. <laughs> she was annoyed with a lot of people. Because I wasn't. Hey, I loved it. I liked it, though. I, I did. did, too. I did. But I did, too. But you are right, though. Tyrion staring at that red priestess, and she's staring at him. See, like, yeah. Like, she ain't going to recognize his ass. Yeah. I would have been spooked. Mm-hmm. For real. Thank you, Niambi. Thank you, Niambi. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Aronde. Hey, Aronde. Hey, Aronde. Hey, sisters, this episode was good from beginning to the end. I think so. Too much to cover in this email without being long, so I will get to my favorite parts of the episode. And that's John up there at the wall. Mm-hmm. John ain't taking no shit. <laughs> he got Stannis together. Look, Stannis, how long you motherfuckers planning on being here? Because <laughs> yeah. I ain't got enough food to keep feeding all you motherfuckers. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, John, we, Stannis, John, we just got here and you're tired of us already. John, <laughs> I ain't saying you have to go back to the Dragonstone, but you got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> Stannis, okay, we will march our ass to Winterfell then. Now, this other fool, I call Lord Punk Ass, tried the, tried the fuck out of John, but John oh, yeah. got him the fuck up out of here. Mm-hmm. John took Lord Punk Ass. I'm going to need you to pack your shit and head to Greyguard. Then Lord Punk Ass tried it. Yeah. John, <laughs> John, take his punk ass outside. And as soon as I finish my drink, I'll be out there to handle your ass. <laughs> then, just like the punk he is, started crying and shit. Then Stannis looks at John like, let me go finish packing my shit. Because John ain't playing. <laughs> <laughs> I took it like he was looking at him like with pride or something. Yeah, I think he was looking at him with pride. He says, oh, and I went and downloaded all of the podcasts for Game of Thrones and Walking Dead and plan on listening to them while traveling on vacation. Wow. I really enjoy y'all's podcast, sisters. Oh, thank you. Aronde. 
Thank you, Aranda. Thank you, Aranda. Well, we hope you enjoy all the other podcasts. Some of them are funny, though. I can't even remember like some of our first ones. I oh yeah, back. some of them are funny. Some of them first ones, we sound so I don't even know. I, I mean, think we sound good. We I, sound good, but we are so. Funny. Oh, but I like the True Blood ones we did on the road, oh, traveling. Yeah. Those are funny. The car casting. Yeah, car. That was fun. We were car casting a couple times, and yeah. those are hilarious. Those were fun. They were fun. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Aranda. Thank you, Aranda. Our next feedback is. From, oh, it's it's a voicemail, and it is from Shalita. Oh, hey, yay. Okay, so let's play that now. Okay. Hey, sisters. It's Shalita from Philly. Thank you so much, everybody, for your thoughts and words and prayers after the loss of my mom during the whole thing. I just, I really appreciate that, really. The family, the Sister Speak family is amazing and awesome, and thank you so so much really meant the world to me this is Shalita from Philly if you can't tell um this is my feedback for the last episode I don't I, well, I've been watching I've been listening to this, to this podcast I just haven't been as online as usual but um I liked the last episode it was awesome John was he killed that little cowardly um John O'Slint and even Alistair was like I ain't got nothing for you man you know so it was like man but between that Aria hot needle. What the fuck? <laughs> With um, I hate Baylor so much right now. Cause does he not know that Ramsey is a crazy? Mm, he he crazy like Joffrey crazy. Though at the moment I don't think he would hurt Sansa, but that mofo is crazy with a capital C. But anyway, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, Sansa can put something on him that makes him. Stop flaying people, cause that that shit's nasty. Um, that's really all I can think of. That and I could have done without the scene with Marjorie and Tommen, cause ew. But she really, really, really landed on thick with Cersei. And what's up with those high sparrow and whatever people? Cause that was, huh? Wow. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen there, but I think it's going to backfire on Cersei some kind of way. And that's all that I can think of. Um, thank you so, so much for everything, sisters. Y'all are the best. Sister Speak family is the best. Love you guys. Thanks. Bye. Oh, thank you, Shalita, for that voicemail. Thank you, Shalita. And we're so happy that you know that we love you and, and support you. Yes. Whatever yes. you need, just let us know. Please let us know. Just let don't, us know. Don't just, you know, if you need to talk, don't just sit there. Yeah. You know, let one of us know. We jump on a phone call. Yeah, go or... to our Facebook page because you know that Shalita been been kind of liking, yeah, the, the uh, group page. Because yeah, group, it's there's not. a there's a lot of love for you there. A lot of love. A lot of love. A lot of love for mm-hmm. you there. So and I agree with you on the um the high sparrow and just the sparrows in general. I think that shit gonna backfire on Cersei too. At some point it will because yeah. what happens when they get wind of her mm-hmm. and her brother and mm-hmm. shit mm-hmm. or get confirmation or something? Mm-hmm. Well, the I, guy done said hypocrisy is a boil, right? But don't you think Lancel's probably told the High Sparrow? Yeah. By now. All that shit. All that incest shit. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Cersei better watch out. She, she playing with fire. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. 
And wait a minute, Shalita. How come all of y'all was talking about, ew, Marjorie and Tommen? I didn't even go there with that. I didn't think about that. I didn't even think about I mean, to me, I mean, that's I, not even what it looks like. I did think about the fact that he has a baby chest. And, <laughs> you know, he looks baby fi. He's a baby. He is. But... You know, but it didn't, like, make me go, ew, it's just uh-huh. part of the story. It's you just know? part of the story, and that's what they do with the women there. I mean, but there are cultures alive today, y'all. Oh, don't even go there. But there you. is, where if your husband dies, then you go to the brother. Oh, Sister Jay, I mean, come on. It, oh, yeah, it's true. Let's not, I know, but let's not, let's not even go there. <laughs> Why? Cause but I'm just saying. It's unnecessary. We ain't in that fucking culture. <laughs> I want to talk about that old depressing shit. <sighs> it is depressing. It is. Thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our next piece of feedback is from Joy. Hey, Joy. Hi, sisters and nation. This was a great episode. My heartstrings were pulled during the Arya scene where she was ridding herself of her things. Yep. I did not want her to lose herself, and especially not Needle. Yeah. So glad she didn't get rid of it, but worry that she will no longer be Arya Stark. Oh, yeah, she will be. That's all for now. Thanks, Joy. Thank, Thank you, Joy. Joy. <coughs> yeah, I don't think Arya is going to make it as a faceless person. <laughs> no, because she's going to really, Aww. I don't think she's going to be able to rid herself of, 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 of everything. She's just seen too much stuff. And I think at some point, Jacken will realize that, and he'll go back to the warrior Jacken and help mm, her. I don't know. I think so. I think it'll just cause, I mean, it'll be, if she's not Arya Stark, I think it'll change the whole dynamic of everything. Because the point is, in order for her to not be Arya, she's got to give up. Wanting to kill all those people. All those people. And she's not. And she ain't giving that shit up. She may Uh -uh. tell him, and she may not be repeating it out loud anymore. Right. But she's going to be repeating it in her mind. I think so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really do. Mm -hmm. Yep. So. Thank you, Joy. Thank you, Joy. Okay. Our next piece of feedback is from Miss FDM. Hey, Miss FDM. Hey, sisters and family. Hope everyone is having a good week. I have been enjoying the Facebook group so much. And have been get, and, and have been having such good chats from whenever, excuse me, from whether Varys is a friend or foe, belief that Ned was low key a good fighter, my being cocoed last week, <laughs> and, <laughs> and who had a better booty clinch, High Septon or Dario? Mm. <laughs> she wasn't cocoed. I decided High Septon after much thought, due to age and gravity. He may not have been clinching at all. That's just how old booty looks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's true, Fallon. On with the episode. We do get into some discussions in that group. Yeah. Uh, one, Munch Munch was working my and Varys' nerves <laughs> this whole damn episode. Oh, she got that from Gay, Gay of Thrones. Oh, they call it Munch Munch. That's terrible. If you feel this bad about murdering Shay... You shouldn't have done it in the first place. That's what I'm saying. You know she basically had no real choice, as your father was clearly not above killing, snatching hoes, snatching up hoes that made his family look bad. Yep. But you took her with you anyway. Tyrion, hush up with all that. That's a good point, though. I'm glad Jorah snatched you so you can have something else to focus on. <laughs> 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 da- 
hardcore. Well, I do agree. I was annoyed that he keeps fucking talking about Shay. The bitch betrayed your ass. Yeah. Now, I get it that she was trying to preserve her life. But it was, but you didn't, oh, okay, look. You, <laughs> how is it that you're trying to preserve your life and you're trying to kill Tyrion? He didn't come in there trying to kill you. Exactly. He was just surprised to see your ass. Mm-hmm. She did that shit on her own, which lets me think that shit was a choice. Oh, yeah. She didn't have to embellish and say all that shit that she said. You know, she didn't. All she had to do was go right to the conversation. Well, uh, to lie about the conversation. Well, I overheard Sansa uh, and and him talking about killing killing the king. She didn't have to say all the other shit. And and the fact that he is still fucking pining over her is annoying. It's getting to be a long getting, I'm like, come on. Would mm-hmm. he really be that fucking sad? He didn't even sleep with the chick because he was married to Sansa. If he still really, you know, cared for her ass, he would have still been sleeping with her. I don't know. I just don't well, get that. I don't get it. Anyway, I'm with you on that. Uh, she says, uh, it's, it was great to see that Asian red priestess. Makes me wonder just how many red clergy there are, and do they all have powers? Yeah. Ooh, that's good. Two. I want to know if they're all women. We haven't seen a man one yet. Nope. Well, you know what? We have Thoros of Mir. Was he of the red? Yes. Remember the red witch went to see him when Arya was there, and they were going to oh, snatch up Oh, yeah, but he did go to see him. And he has powers to... He doesn't die. Yeah. You know? That's right. Uh... Number two, what is old girl's issue with Arya in the house of black and white? Mr. Sexy Nameless isn't really helping Arya either. He really just told her to keep sweeping the floor. <laughs> he did. I, need, I knew in my heart she couldn't really let Needle go. Regardless of what the writers say, Needle is more than the weapon to enact her revenge. Exactly. It's the last piece of her family she has left. Yep. Heartbreaking. It is. Yeah, it is. Three. Jano Slant really thought he was going to try new Lord Commander John and live to tell the tale. Yep. He thought that Sir Alistair was going to protect him. Alistair, like the bulk of the new, the Night's Watch, take their vows very seriously. See, that's what I'm saying, see. Yep. John's art is starting to mirror Ned and Rob's. Yep. It makes me nervous for him. I know, see. That is true. That is true. Yep. But, unlike Ned and Rob... John has had some other experiences too. Yep, yep. He had to deal with that caster's creep crap. He had to deal with the wildings yep. and stuff. He's seen some stuff, so it's it's a little different. Yep. Four. Why does Marjorie's nasty ass want to die? I ultimately think. <laughs> Why do y'all say she's nasty ass? I don't know. I like Marjorie. You just called her a hoe, but she is a hoe. But I like no, her. She's not. Yes, she is. I ultimately think she'll be okay, but Cersei is going to be the definition of monster-in-law before it's all said and done. I think so. At that wedding, I couldn't help but notice the growing number of Tyrells on the bride's side versus the sparse number on the grooms. The Lannisters were so busy fighting themselves and everyone else, they let those roses creep in and take over. (laughs) While I respect her ambition, did we really need to see Margie's sex young Tom... Nasty. She damn near 40, and he's like 12. Oh, 
Oh, Lord, she is not that well, old. She ain't no damn near 40, and he ain't 12, but still, it is an age difference. You guys. Mm, Five. Mm, mm. Finally, my favorite part of when three creeps meet, Ruth, Ramsey, and Pete edition. Mm. Has it even been clear that a father does care for his son, then with Ruth and Ramsey... People kept spec- keep speculating that Sansa is going to kill Ramsay at some point in their upcoming marriage. But if Ramsay keep messing with Ruth's situation, Ruth might be her to the punch. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Of the obvious villains of the show, Ruth, next to Tywin, is my favorite because he is the realist and not letting emotion get in the way. That is a point, though. Littlefinger thought he was outsmarting Ruth, but Ruth clearly knows what's up. Mm-hmm. It's about to go down in the north. I think mm-hmm. this whole plot did make me wonder just how many people died at the red wedding and surrounding battle. Clearly, not every northern house was wiped out. Yep. But clearly, all northern houses were affected and consequently pissed at their sons slash fathers were uh, murdered. Yep. Dumbass Ramsey out here flaying people in front of their kids, then eating the most unappetizing looking me- meal ever. Perhaps them snatching Sansa was not a good idea, as seeing her alive at Winterfell may give the other northern lords the go-ahead to get their long-awaited revenge. Ooh, that's a good point. Good point. And that Olay said it, the north remembers. So yep. She's loyal. She basically saying, I'm loyal to you. Oh, yeah. Not these fuckers. Exactly. That's exactly what she was saying. I know this was long, but this was a great episode. Yeah, it was long. Yes. Uh, this FDM was fucking long. Uh, P.S. Oh, I got a P.S. <laughs> Shit. P.S. When you saw your Empire podcast, may I suggest that old Negro spiritual drip drop as theme song? <laughs> you know what, though? I love it. I love it. Drip, drop, drip, drip, and drop, drip, drop. I love that song. Listen, Jay, you was all off on the on the. Oh, hush. Uh, I do like that song. I do like that yeah. song. We might have to sing our own Empire uh, songs. We can't <laughs> use the real ones, but you know. Well, we get permission. You can't. Oh. Really. Have a blessed week, y'all, Miss FDM. Thank you, Miss FDM, for that long ass email. Yes, everybody has been so good today mm-hmm. on their emails. Y'all have been so good. But now, Miss FDM had some good points, though. <sighs> she did, but damn, Miss FDM. <laughs> but wait a minute, I want to point out one thing. This has nothing to do with our podcast, but I uh, but I just remembered it. So, for those of y'all that have not seen the trailer, you've probably seen the trailer for this new upcoming series with Sister K's future baby daddy, The Rock. Oh, yes. Called Ballas. Well, uh, guess who is singing the little theme song on that? Our little man, yes, who, who plays... Um, uh, uh, what's his name on the show? Hakeem. Oh, yeah, yeah. He plays Hakeem is on he Empire. Or is he rapping? Well, he's rapping. Okay. But, but he's doing the music. And I oh, thought, good. oh, that is so cool. Crossover. Crossover. So. Ballas. So good, good friend. But yeah, that uh, Ballas looks really I good. I'll be will watching. I'll be watching. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be like the next Entourage, which I could not stand Entourage. I never watched. I watched one episode of Entourage. I said, this stupid as shit. Dumb. I didn't like <laughs> it. Yeah, I didn't like but, it. But I am going to watch this, and I hope it ain't dumb, because I would really be crushed if I couldn't watch my future. Actually, what it looks like, it looks like, it looks like a more black version of Ray Donovan to me. That's what it looks like to me. 
And I love Ray Donovan. Cool. Yeah, I watch that all the time. Yeah, when is Ray Donovan coming back? I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, thank you, Miss FDM. Thank you. Okay, our next feedback is from Liz. Hey, Liz. Hi, sisters, and greetings to the family. Well, I finally got bold and decided to send a voicemail instead of emailing. I have been sticking to email because I have a tendency to ramble, and I'm a little (laughs) self-conscious about my own voice. Oh. But I use my voice memo editor to de-ramble and shorten that shit up to two minutes. All right. I hope it's okay that I did not use SpeakPipe. Oh, yeah, that's Oh, sure. I promise to figure it out next time. Cheers, Liz from Seattle. Okay. Okay, let's play that now. Cool. Hi, Sister K. Hi, Sister J. It's Liz calling from Seattle. Three episodes, three executions. Although this one was a lot more satisfying than last week's fiasco with Danny. Which, um, speaking of, I don't think she's crazy. People do all kinds of awful things without being crazy. I mean, there's, there's the saying, power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts, absolutely. So, I mean, I think Danny's been corrupted. She's on a power trip. She knows she's supposed to be strong to rule, but she doesn't know how. And she's very self-righteous, and we've seen her be cruel before um, in the, you know, service of whatever she thinks is right. Um, But, you know, Stannis is burning people up like Eris, and we don't question his sanity, although maybe we should. He's a pretty weird dude. Um, But I love seeing John as Lord Commander. He was just so serious, sitting in his chair talking to Stannis. And then he turns around and he has this rapport with the other Night's Watch brothers where he's cracking jokes about the latrine pit. Oh, I just loved it. Um, But I was wondering, the actual beheading, if he was thinking about Ygritte, because he was supposed to behead her, but she was defiant. She was saying, you know, come on, do it quick. But this jack-off was begging and pleading for his life and groveling. And uh, I just wondered if he thought about the contrast there before he was... Shunk. Oh, that was sudden. Well, Ned did pass on the fine art of beheading to his sons, it seems like. Um, and also King's Landing. Oh, Marjorie had the nerve to call Cersei a day drunk to her face. And then Cersei's face was all, bitch, you are not going to get me to crack. Then the Pycelle on the small council. Oh, Pycelle, we know why you think that's private stuff. Anyway, this is getting long. Bye, sisters. Oh, Liz, thank you for that voicemail. Thank you, Liz. That is awesome. First of all, good to hear your voice. Yeah. Your voice is fine. Yeah, your voice is fine, girl. Mm. Okay, let's go with Cersei. You know what, though? I loved her calling her a day drunk to her face. <laughs> Out in the open. Her I love that. Like- Granted. Oh, like, what and, the- and you're right. Cersei was trying her best not to crack. And you could tell by her face, she was probably saying under her breath, in her mind, this oh, bitch. this bitch ain't going to get away with this shit, but this I'll be shit. damned if she let, if, if yes. I show out in front of her little friends, Thank her audience. You. See, because she got an audience there. Yep. See? So, That's mm. exactly what it was. Oh, Lord. And you know what, though, Liz? You bring up a very good point that I didn't even think about. But now that I'm thinking about it, I bet you you're right. And that is with the beheading of Ygritte. Because she did tell him, come on, do it quick. Do it quick. She was brave. She was not whining and crying and shit. Like Janos. Yeah. So maybe that had something to do with his 
reaction. Her lips or, you know. Yeah. His jaw looked like it got tight. It tighter. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, but that's a good thought, yeah, I that's think. That's a good thought. I never even had that thought. Mm-hmm. I actually forgot about all about Me that. Me too. Shit. Me too. Because the grit got on my nerves, you know. <laughs> so kind of everything... Was overshadowed by that. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree. Jon Snow was looking good as the commander. Yes, he is. He is perfect, perfect. in that role. Well, thank you, Liz. Thank you, for Liz. For your voicemail, and we hope you send in more. Yep. That's great. Okay, our next feedback is from Aaron. Hey, this Aaron. Aaron number one. Aaron, hey, so this Jay. this is uh, no punctuation, Aaron? No, this is okay. regular Aaron. Regular Aaron. Hey, Sister J, Sister K, and family. First of all, the Facebook page is too fun. Such a good idea. (laughs) It is fun. So great to see and hear from the beautiful nation. Now on to the show. And for those of y'all that don't know, it's a Facebook group called Sister Speak Nation. Mm -hmm. And look it up. It is a closed group so that we can talk about whatever. And it has been going like gang busted. All you got to do is send your requests and and we'll approve you for the group. Yeah. Well, y'all have been very active. We have been amazed by very, how yeah. active it is. And we appreciate that, though. Yes, we do. It's fun. It and really it is fun. like, you know, several members have said that, gee, it's it's so much fun talking to the other members and stuff, other than, you know, me and Sister K, because it's like, I know you. I feel like yes. I already know you yep. and stuff, From you know. The feedback over and the then years. people people are posting... Um, you know, more and more like different little informations and like, like, uh, somebody asked, uh, I think it was Tim or somebody asked money about her bird because, you know, we could hear it in the background that one time and she posted a, a beautiful pictures of her bird fortune yes. mm-hmm. and, and, and told a little story of how she got that name and stuff. And it's just really, really a nice group. It is really very it nice is. group. Um, she says, um, now onto the show. Arya is like me as a kid, impatient as hell. <laughs> Gotta pay your dues at assassin school, little wolf. <laughs> Hiding needle is so great. She needs to keep a part of herself. That, yeah. 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 <clears throat> that shade Marjorie was throwing. Somebody graduated first in Lady Elena's class of sass. She showed in. She better be careful. Might come down with a sudden case of knife in back. Ain't that the truth, though? Seriously needs to rein that shit in, too. Because Tywin isn't around to check her ass. Uh-huh. She doesn't have enough experience yet. I highly doubt Baelish doesn't know about Ramsay. I expect he has a devious plan, but he's got to play the game. I think <clears> she's right. Yeah. Yeah. Then, uh, excuse me, Theon could start redeeming himself by keeping Ramsay's trick hose away from Sansa. Mm-hmm. I hope he tells her Bran and Rickon are alive. She doesn't have to believe him, but damn... Somebody needs to share some sibling data for one. Ain't that the truth? I mean, that damn. Is so that is so true. Good to know the North remembers. Hopefully Sansa's got some backup if shit goes down. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. When they were dragging Janos outside, I was like, yeah, talk some more shit. See what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was so happy to see him gone. Talk, uh, excuse me, Tyrion would be so happy to hear about Janos. Yep. Poor Tyrion. Isn't it sad when you can't even enjoy your old hobbies anymore? <laughs> well, not when there's a price on your head. That isn't why he couldn't do it, though. Mm-hmm. Good to see Jorah again. This is another interesting twist. Can't wait to see how their tri- road trip goes. I know. But I hope that's not the last of Varys. I, 
I was not excited to see Jorah. I mean, I was like, ugh, whatever. Well, I mean, it was okay. I liked Jorah, though. But, I mean, he had to pay. There's consequences to what you do. Yep, he should have told her that shit himself. Yeah, he should have. Once he started changing his position yeah. and really was supporting her, he should have sat her down and said, look, I need to tell you something. Yeah, you I know. started out this way, but I'm mm-hmm. stopping because I love you. That's what, she, that's that's what, what he should have done. Said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Um, we better get another unsullied group bathing scene to make up for that naked high septon walk of shame. <laughs> Until next week, take care, sisters. Lady Erin Middlefinger Baelish, first of her name, user of punctuation. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Erin, for that email. And, uh, yeah, I vote for Grey Worm. Let's have a naked scene of Grey Worm. Yep, I'm for mm-hmm. that. That'd be or fine. Jackin. Yeah. Or Jackin. Yeah, either one of them. Come on with Jackin. No y'all. more Bucky. I mean, uh, fake Dario. Fake Dario. Mm-hmm. Bucky I could have seen. Yeah, Bucky would be okay. Yeah, but not this fool. All right, well, our next feedback is a voicemail, and it is from Monique. Oh, hey, Monique. So let's play that now. Okay. Hello, Sister J. Hello, Sister K. And the Sister Speak Nation. Monique from Pennsylvania here. I hope everyone is doing well. Um, I just have a question. I'm a little confused as to why Littlefinger would give Sansa to Ramsay. I mean, he seems to know everything. So wouldn't he know that this person is a sadistic, crazy person? That he is literally putting Sansa in danger? I mean, I know he's doing this to benefit himself at the end. But, you know, I thought he did have feelings for Sansa. And wouldn't want to endanger her. So that was my question. Okay. Take care, everyone. Bye. Well, thank you, Monique, for that voicemail. Thank you, Monique. And in answer to your question, I believe Littlefinger has an end game. I think he has a long con going because he's old time, old school pimp. So he's got some. uh, I don't think he has any intention of Sansa actually marrying him. You know, in the uh, Seven Kingdoms and stuff, even in the North, it takes a while for that whole marriage thing to happen. Yeah, it, it does. If for no other reason, they would have to wait for other people to travel to Winterfell for the celebration. That's yeah. going to be more than a fortnight. Right now, Stannis already said they was leaving for Winterfell in a fortnight. He did. He so all hey, all that stuff I is think, coming up. Yeah, I think Baelish. I think, but Baelish got a plan. He's got a plan. I don't see him just leaving her there. No, I don't no. think he will. Mm-mm. And as a matter of fact, more than I think about it, because that little washerwoman has already told her the North remembers. Yeah, I think Baelish knows that too, and I think he got some Northerners like you know, yeah, in the wings or something. Well, and he knows. I think that he can get the North loyalty better with Sansa than without. Yes. So he ain't gonna fuck her up. No, he for, is not gonna let yeah. her get fucked up either. No, thank you. So, but I, it's gonna be interesting gonna to be see what his little play is. Yeah. And Monique, I think, also has a tagline, so let me go ahead and play that now. Okay, cool. Hi, sisters. Monique from Pennsylvania here. And here's my tagline. Don't let them see their tears, he told me. They're nasty little shits. And nasty little shits aren't worth crying over. Thanks. Bye. 
Oh, thank you, Monique, for that tagline. Thank you, Monique. Yeah, that was a memorable uh, scene. Little scene with when uh, Brienne was, you know, telling Podrick about Renly and how yeah. she came to be in his service. So, yeah, thank I like you. That. I like that a lot. We'll mm-hmm. be playing it. Yep. Thank you, Monique. Love hearing voicemails. Yep. Okay, our next feedback is from Benji. Hey, Benji. Hey, Benji. In Jamaica. Hey, sisters. It's the Jamaican Meister Benji. Oh, you a Meister now, huh? Meister. Yeah, Meister. Uh-huh. I listened to your last podcast and found myself grinning from ear to ear as you read my letter. <laughs> so here I am again. Yay! When Littlefinger revealed who Sansa was to marry, I was so angry. <laughs> How many psychopaths does Sansa have to go through? I know it. Of all the men in Westeros, Ramsay Bolton, I ain't having it. I know. I can't tell if Littlefinger believes what he told her about avenging her family. He did love Catelyn, so maybe he has a plan. But damn, this is a risky plan. Risky. As much as she's grown, I don't know if she's ready for this. I don't like this arrangement at all. I know that's right. Yeah, but you know what, though? She does have experience with sadistic motherfuckers. She does. And, and, only thing going in her favor is that Ramsey seems to be enamored with the fact that he's to marry a lady. A true lady. And she's pretty. Right. But a true lady. Not the bows on the side. But the problem is not going to be Ramsey because I do think... Yeah. It's going to be them hoes. Yeah, I do think he meant what he said was, I won't hurt her. Right. But that don't mean his bitch ain't going to hurt her. Yeah, his bitch is just going to do it. His hoe, what... No, I don't say hoe, but his girlfriend, because remember that chick they were chasing through the woods? She she thinks she's prettier than me. Yeah. Huh? See? That's going to be a problem. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you see the look on Sansa's face when she met Ruth Bolton? Uh, yes. I was waiting for laser beams to shoot out of her eyes and melt his head. I know, because she was looking. She was glaring. Ooh, she was glaring at first. The other part I'd like to mention is Jon Snow at the Wall. There was a great reversal of authority between Stannis and Jon. Jon grew into the Lord Commander role overnight. He did. Making Alistair Thorne First Ranger was the right thing to do. I think so, too. And executing Jano Slant was the only thing to do. They both deserved what they got. I saw Ned Stark in John when he swung that sword. Yep. Yep. Daenerys, are you watching? <laughs> this is how you handle an execution. Mm-hmm. The theme I got, excuse me, the theme I get most from this episode is the Starks remembering their past. Yep. They have always been the emotional heart of the series, and this episode brought back a lot of feelings from season one and two. Sansa returning to Winterfell. Theon back in the place where he grew up and also destroyed. Yep. John ascending to his own seat of leadership and becoming more like his father. Arya unable to let go of Needle, which is her last physical reminder of her, fa- of her family. I really like this episode. One more thing. That conversation between Marjorie and Cersei was the most epic serving of candy-coated fuck you I've yes, ever seen. I know. It sure was. It's classic. Have a great week, sisters. The North Remembers, Benji. Thank you, Benji, Thank for you, Benji. the email. And you are certainly correct. That was, that's going to be a classic. A classic. She read her. Because it was such good subtle. shade. Yes, oh, yeah, it was good shade. It was subtle. And Cersei couldn't say a damn thing. No? And she couldn't even be her, her, her usual sarcastic self. Yes. Yeah. She could have. Nah. She would look ugly. Nah. You know? Two reasons. Number one, there were witnesses. And number two, I'm telling you, 
she has peeped out the fact that Marjorie got a hold on Tommen, and Tommen's already talking to her about going back to Casterly Rock. Yeah, that really rocked her. I think so. Oh yeah, that upset her. Yeah, she yeah. didn't like that. So you know, yeah, she can't be. She cannot be outwardly snippy to Marjorie. I don't think so. Not no, outwardly. Not right now. Mm-mm, not right now. Mm-hmm. She gonna bide her time though, because we know she evil. Mm. <sighs> okay. Thank you, Benji. Thank you, Benji. Okay, our next piece of feedback is a voicemail, and it looks like it's from Stephen. Oh, cool! Hello, sisters and the Sister Speak family. It's Stephen here from Ormskirk, England. And seeing as though I got called out on the last podcast for not sending any feedback, um, here I am. And what an episode it was. Very intriguing, lots of things to discuss. But my main point... um, it's basically, I think Littlefinger's finally made a mistake. Uh, he doesn't seem to know who Ramsay Bolton or Ramsay Snow is. And he's just basically handed Sansa over to him for a marriage. And I don't think that's going to go well. And I think uh, Littlefinger's made a final mistake. One last personal point. Um, yes, I did get married last year, as you know. And uh, I'm now expecting a child in October, which I'm very much looking forward to. So that's even more exciting than the new season of Game of Thrones for me. But uh, getting all that stuff prepared, nurseries done, etc., etc. And, um, yeah, I'll try and send feedback when I can, but uh, keep up the good work. Thanks. Bye. A baby oh, Steven. A baby Steven. Oh, Steven, we love your voice. Yes, mm, we mm, missed mm, it. Mm, dang, missed you sound really good. Well, congratulations. I know you and your wife are very happy. I bet. Oh, that's going to be so that's cute. That's exciting. <gasps> wow. So, October, that's only about what? Um, a couple, three, four, five, five months. Five months. Five months from now, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, because we're in May and October. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For five more months. Oh, that is so cute. I know people have already probably told you, but sleep while you can now. Oh, yeah. Sleep while you can now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but congratulations. Congratulations, Thank you. And Stephen also sent us a tagline. So let's go ahead and play that now. Okay, cool. This is Stephen from Oldsfake, England. And Bron was wrong. That's not Jamie fucking Lannister. That's the fucking Sister Speak podcast. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, we love it. Thank we you love so, it. so much. We will go ahead if you would like uh update the tagline from last time if you want to. Oh, yeah. Um, love it. Love both we of them. Love actually, it. Yes. That's not fucking Jamie Lynch. That's the sister. Well, actually, since we like his voice so much, why don't you leave both, him in? Put both of them yeah, in. Yeah, put b- both of okay. them in there. We'll leave both in. Yeah. Steven. Thank you, Steven. Thank you. Okay, our next feedback is a, also a voicemail from Stephanie. Oh, hey, Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. Let me play that now. Hi, sisters. This is Stephanie from PA. Um, I'm currently being pressured into the using the speak pipe. <laughs> so here it is. Um, and not by you, by my mother. Sorry. Um, so anyways, I uh, just wanted to talk about the episode. It was a really great episode. I enjoyed it. The House of Black and White was great and cool, serious and all leaky and chippy choppy. Um, but that girl who was beating Ari up, she can go. She can go have a seat. Keep sweeping them floors. Whatever. 
Um, I was very thankful that she didn't drop needle into the lake. I was like, look now, let's not get crazy. Um, Jacken is still so cool. Oh, a girl wears Arya Stark's clothing. God, that's so cool. Uh, we got to see Sansa again. Sansa, there was a Stark at Winterfell. That was a moment that, that's been long awaited. It's been a long time, and it's good to know that the North still remembers. So I can't wait for her to take that over somehow, because, you know, we got to get the Boltons out. That's unacceptable. I see heads are rolling this season. I feel like we haven't gotten an episode yet where someone hasn't been beheaded. Whether it was the dwarf or, you know, unfortunately the uh, guy in Marine. And now Jon Snow's taking heads too. But hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. So I'm not mad. I'm not mad at Jon. Um, I will say I was happy that we didn't see any Danny. That was good. I'm getting the wrap up sign. Alright, alright, sisters. Anyways, the whole point was for me to leave a tagline. So, um, how did you do? Did you say you'll leave it in there? No? Okay. Alright, sorry. Alright. Keeping it short. Bye, guys. Love the podcast. Oh, thank you, Stephanie, for that voicemail. Thank you, Stephanie. And you know what? You are right. There has been a bunch of beheadings on the season so far. Yeah, already. Three of them. Mm-hmm. Already. Already. But they, this one, I agree, this one was very satisfying, though. Yes, it was. Because he had to go. And, and, and even more so than talking shit to John in front of everybody... But he did pass shit that he needed to pay for. Yes, he did. Yeah, so he need to go. So yeah. I'm glad he got beheaded. Me too. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad. And Stephanie also sent us her tagline, so let's play that now. Oh, okay, cool. Hi, sisters. This is Stephanie from PA, and I'm just leaving my tagline. There is only one true god of death, and you already know his name. And what do we say to the god of death? Not today. Thanks, sisters. Bye. Thank you, Stephanie, for that tagline. Thank you, Stephanie. And I want you to know that when you were saying your tagline, Sister oh, K was mouthing yes. the exact same I, words because she remembered that shit. I love Cereal Pharrell. I did not remember that that's what he said, so hey. I love it. He that, says, and what good. did he say to death? Not today. <laughs> well, <laughs> Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you, Stephanie. I love that throwback. I I love y'all doing the throwback tag. Yeah. Okay, and our last piece of feedback for this week. It Woo-hoo! looks like it's a voicemail from Chocolate Bill. Ooh, Chocolate Bill. All Come right, on Chocolate. now. Okay. Because, hey, I know his voice is good. Oh, Chocolate Bill's voice is sick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hello, Sister K and Sister J. This is Chocolate Bill. I have a question for the, um, the Sister Speak family. Um, does this happen to anyone but me? Whenever I'm listening to Sister K speaking, always in the back of my mind I hear, I'm bringing sexy back. The mother sisters don't know how to act. <laughs> Is that just me or does that happen to anyone else? Anywho, as she also often says, I have a tag I'd like to uh, to uh, give. Here we go. Hello, this is Chocolate Bill from Costa Mesa, California. And as Ned Stark so often said, the man who passes the sentence should swing the sword. Oh, thank you, Chocolate Bill, for that, <laughs> wait a minute, for that voicemail and tagline. And wait a minute, you ain't even mentioned no shit about Sister J. <laughs> that whole thing was like a love letter to Sister K. Hey, what can I say? Well, wait a minute. I just 
just want the family to remember, to recall that Chocolate Bill is the same person that referred to himself as as Mr. K. Hello. (laughs) Remember that? I love that. That's so funny. Uh, Well, even though you left me out of that voicemail, uh, thank Don't you for reading wait, 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 wait. Thank you for thank you, uh, Chocolate Bill, for the voicemail. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Chocolate <laughs> Bill. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Just left the sister out. How did you go? And I love your tagline because again, yes. throwback. Throwback. Throwback tagline. That's love a good it. tagline. That is good. Yeah, that's a good one. I you know, we I was talking to someone the other day about Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And they're they're on season three. They're uh-huh. starting to watch it. And they just got done watching the Red Wedding. Yeah. They were upset. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Yeah. That was a bad one. But, I, you know, I've had two seasons to get over it. Well, not only that, but some more bad shit has happened sh- bad shit in between hitting. then and now. Right. But I, I, I was thinking back to how I felt then. Yeah. And then this person said, you know, I'm still upset about Ned. And I said, you know what? So am I. Yeah, I am too. I'm still upset about Ned being And tough. I ain't never getting over Prince Oberyn. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit, no. Prince Oberyn. Man. That was so shocking that to me. That was shocking. Mm. But so anyway, I like the throwbacks because it makes us go back to what we felt during those scenes and yeah. during that time. Yeah. Just a few short years ago, honestly. Yeah, it really hasn't been that it long, but it seems like it's been a long time. It does. Mm-hmm. It does. So thank you, Chocolate Bill. Thank I you, Chocolate it. Bill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we know you do. <laughs> <sighs> Well, that was all the feedback we had. Thank you guys so much. Y'all were all awesome, family. You kept your shit short for the most part. Yep. And um, you all brought in some amazing feedback, and we heard from several people we never heard from yes. before. Yes, and, and let me ask you a question, Sister K. Uh-oh. Did they punctuate? <laughs> Okay. It cool. was good. Y'all time. learning. <laughs> oh, no. So, thank you guys so much for the feedback. If you would like to send in your feedback for the next episode, you can send it to sisterspeak at gmail.com or leave a comment on our website, which is sisterspeakpodcast.com. You can also leave us a voicemail at 972 972- 755-1215 or use our SpeakPipe program, which you can get to from our website or Facebook, um, which lets you do a voicemail straight from your computer or mobile device. Yeah. Although on your mobile device, I think it has you download the app, but still, it's a pretty cool, cool app. That is pretty cool. Um, <coughs> we are also on Twitter at underscore Sister K and underscore Sister J. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash Podcast, and our new Facebook group, which is only a week and a half old, but already has so much conversation going on. Oh, yes. You're really missing out if you're not in there. We got about 150 people members. I think so. I mean, it's a lot of people, y'all, and it's it's fun. It's great. It's It's fun. fun. That is facebook.com slash groups slash Nation. So find us, look for us. I do have links on our Facebook page post, so you can find it there. We are having a ball in the group, and I am trying to, 
you know, respond to each one, but there's going to be days I'm sure I won't be able to get to it. Yeah. Or since the day. Yeah. Um, but that's the whole point. We wanted everyone to be able to talk with each other. Each other. Not just us. So yeah. we hope that y'all are enjoying it as much as we are. And at least once or twice a week, I'm going to post a, a question like I did today for the, the Sister Speak family. So look out for those. And they won't always be short ones. I mean, we're going to get into some deep. Yes. We're going to get into the deep end of poo. We also are going to start a campaign to get Sister El Marie on the Facebook. She uh, she right now does not use Facebook. Why? So it's not in our Facebook group. Why not? So we're going to have to, well, she'll let everybody know why, but we'll, <laughs> we're going to have to do like a little Twitter campaign or something to get her on to Facebook. And we'll stay tuned for some more information on that and how we're going to do that. Uh-oh, okay. All right, well, that is it for now. I am Sister K. And I'm Sister J. See you next time. Thalar Morghulis, all men must die. No one lives forever. And that's why, to keep the family growing strong, don't let your voicemail get too long. Old school, new school, no exception. A long-ass email gets a bad reception. So keep it moving. Keep it short and sweet, like Sister J and the wine she drinks. Now, this is serious. It's no joke. The sisters really mean it when they read us, folks. Sister K produces like a professional, but she is not running a throne's confessional. So if you're brand new, she may say it nice, but she might get salty if you are long-ass twice. It's a labor of love from week to week. So sit back, relax, and let the sisters speak. Thank you.